This is really tasty. <laughs> Applejack pumpkin bullshit. <laughs> oh, fuck. They <laughs> got you. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show where I don't know, man Hello, all of our politicians. Tinkerits? Wait, why did I say yours? Your yep. Tinks. <laughs> I, it's because you always say yours first, so it, I think it threw me it's off. It's <laughs> uh, Hey, Tinks and Snowflakes Politinkerits. and Politinkerits. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Politinkering, guys. Hi, Joey. Oh, I, I miss the claps. Like, we don't get them enough anymore. Well, there's nothing to fucking clap about. It's very true. Yeah. Well, here's something to there's, clap about. Maybe there is. Not I don't been know. Much We're joy. joined with two lovely Shawns. Let's introduce them. Shuffle. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> You, you lost your introduction because you beat me. <laughs> but you give yourself a clap. Across the half Shut round. <laughs> you guys, you're supposed to treat me well. I'm, de- I'm delicate. Okay, guys. Right, I'm drunk. I've apparently been too scarred to drive, so. Uh. You have. We fucked you up that time. I'm so, I miss your driving so much, actually. You used to have, I don't know, it was a fun. I, I like, like we just need to pick a topic that he's comfortable in. I think. See, I I was trying to. It just occurred to me. I guess like following like Joey when you drive, it's like bouncing around on clouds. <laughs> That's Wait. a nice way of putting it. I was gonna say you're like throwing a, a bowling ball, and the bumpers go back and forth and back and forth until you hit no pins. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Kind of the same thing. Wait, why did I just so accurately insult myself? <laughs> Damn it! You're very good at it. Um, and and actually, I don't know what yours are, but it's it's like driving through a dark woods. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Wow, that's pretty good too. Yeah, it's like driving through a dark woods. What's yourself? I don't know. Hmm. You don't know? I don't know. That's, I, I, to be uh, honest with you, if I had to put I money to on it, it's it. like a turnpike. It's a cross-country like, uh, road trip with na- on-star navigation yeah. and turn-by-turn directions. Yeah. <laughs> well, however, here's the thing. You and don't a Thomas have, guy. Here's the thing, though. You don't feel like you're the driver. You feel like you're at least the passenger, like I'm the one driving. You so would like, like us to think that. Okay, fair enough. I want you guys to be in a car together. With, but I don't want you to feel like you're passengers <laughs> because you're all driving with me. Well, I'm just stru- – you know, I structure it. And so, like, sure, I'll point out where the exits are. We don't have to get off the main freeway. But, yeah, it's a straight line, I guess. But right. It always ends to I don't know, man. But, you know, I don't know. It's, I'm just me. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. Tuning, nice. As, okay. as Biff Tannen is fucking, well, I guess that's So, anyway, ironically, whatever. we're going off on a tangent because I am driving. <laughs> so, let's, I guess, I go right to the topic, which is. Is it a, ta- is it a tangent if we haven't thrown out the topic yet? A good point. <laughs> is it just preamble? That's a whole topic in itself. <laughs> um, yes, it is. No, a tangent has to be starting on a path already. Yeah. We are we on were, a path already. We were just meandering. Nah, we were just bullshitting mm-hmm. there. We just introduced people and started talking about that. Yeah, nothing. I don't think that's a tangent. Okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> so, Joey, set us on our course. Okay, here we go, guys. And it's kind of America's course. Beginning, Pick up the mainsail. Beginning Turn navigation. Turn the business <laughs> So, 
Let, this is going to be some. I've always tack kind of up fi- the main stand. Oh. I just try to tack. You tack as in your yeah, boat turns. I, <laughs> I was not a You're sailboat. A <laughs> we had an engine. We had a real boat. <laughs> the funny part is, we actually have a really interesting topic this time, and we're <laughs> fucking it up so hard. Wait, I kind of want to know your sailing experience now. What you fit on a sailboat? Sure. Really? Yeah, a couple times. I love sailing, actually. <laughs> I adore sailing. I, oh, I just oh. picture what about Bob and you strapped to the front sailing! of the exactly. not, <laughs> not Look at me, I'm a sailor. It's not I sail. wildly inaccurate. Do you wear the clothes? Oh, I, I wish you had like a really nice pair of khakis and some boat shoes. Uh, like a white and blue striped shirt. Yeah. Oh, and, and a like, cardigan. Yeah. Like a white like cardigan. Tied, tied around the neck. Yeah. Though. Yeah. That's and a little beret with the little thing at the top. No, Ooh, I don't that, have a beret. That, that's a little much. Uh, a sailor's cap, maybe. <laughs> like right. uh, the State Puff Marshmallow Man. That's exactly what I'm really picturing. Yeah. I don't have that either. Wait, it's Stay Puff, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Stay I, Puff. I always said State. <laughs> Me too. Mm. Until I, I I read the fucking thing. On the oh, the but it was always VHS. It was like tiny, so yeah, you could yeah, never exactly. like it was Stay Puff. Stay and wiggly puff. and yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, wait, no. I did say Stay Puff, but I just didn't know they were saying Stay Puff. Yeah. Because it was a fake brand. Anyways, where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let you guys die out there. Um, so this is a topic that's pretty crazy. It's, uh, it's a deep one and a tough one to answer. And it's really, what is America's place? Oh, I was going to drum roll. the world. You can drum roll later. It's after the... <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it Western <laughs> Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere? So, re- repeat, the que- repeat the question just so America's I understand. America's place. <laughs> that's good. Mm. Kind of. Why do we have hemispheres at all? Uh, Why do we look at the globe the way we look at it? Because I mean, we're, it, because yeah, we're exactly, Eurocentric. Exactly. Is it just to be Eurocentric? Well, that's originally why that's, the map was created. That's why Europe's on top. I mean, just yeah. as in, like, is it justified? Like, philosophically Well, also the just. equator's in the middle, so that's pretty logical. Yeah, I mean, it would make I sense mean, no, to... No, it's not. You can approach Earth anytime, anywhere, any well, place you want. Right, but if we're doing nice... things logis- or logically, it's either north or south would be the top of the map. I would be fine with that. But why? If you go, because of the rotation of the Earth, so there... It may... a, a rotation of the Earth can just kind of we go have toward poles. you and away from you the same way. Well, we have if two you're... poles. I get it, but if you're approaching it from space, there is no up, down, left, or right. So you could look at a planet. You, I mean, imagine that yeah, the true. way you're structuring it is just the way that like it, the wheel is turning toward or away from you. It, there's no difference. You can just call that, you know, the right. But the there easy, might not be a word for that. Actually, come to think of it, exactly because that's really difficult and complex to understand. Because the, the easiest way to understand it topographically <laughs> would be north and south. Topographically, only because that's the way we've developed it. But if you're looking at it from space, if you kind of considered it topographically, if you always looked at it topographically that way, yeah. it, or okay, you know, um, I, let I'll, me transition us, please. Fuck, sorry, sorry, guys. Let me let me just cut you. No, we're sorry. Yeah. Global, <laughs> don't, don't apologize. At global thermal nuclear war. This but here's really interesting. Hold what on. is America's place in the world? Yeah, and I think it's actually interesting. Someone related to what you just said because I think it actually changed in 1950s or 60s when we first got pictures in God of we us. Trust? Sure. When we first got <laughs> pictures of the Earth from space, yeah, and we did That's true, view yeah. ourselves yeah. actually in a global sense. And I think this maybe was the beginning of globalism in some ways. So yeah. we can talk about that and the growth well, of globalism I mean, and how America should well, be involved in it and all that. Blah blah blah. Okay, go ahead. 
Oh, no, you're still introing. No, 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 I want to hear it. <laughs> well, I was just going to go, uh, maps in general are actually a really interesting topic. And the way that we uh, make a, a world map is very contested among cartographers. The The idea of the way that we shape things can be very much misconstrued. The map that we are uh, most commonly using in school is very uh, misrepresentative of the size of countries mm-hmm. because of the way it has to try and account for a round object on a flat surface. That's, so that's lot, correct. But, oh, well, I mean, if oh, size is often indicative of you know the power of a country. But if that that's were true, then Greenland would be the most powerful country in the world. Well, that, and that's the thing. In Greenland, on the map that we look at, because of the way it's shaped, looks Greenland, huge, but yeah, it's not actually as exactly. big as it is. I understand that. But I'm, okay, but I'm saying size isn't everything. That's all. Anyway, no, no, that's it's just, what it just goes into perception. <laughs> it's just, well. Actually, just so you know, though, nobody has ever said maps are a really interesting topic. Like, ever. I just did. I know. I know. But so it's a first in humankind. Congratulations. The the boat I lived on came with a bunch of maps. They were really cool. How many, like how many times do you guys talk about the maps? So I love maps, too. Just <laughs> letting you know. You're talking to two mappers, so. But you didn't Fuck say you, maps are really an interest are a really interesting topic. I adore maps, but I wouldn't say maps are an interesting topic. Because why? We have three yeah. people here who like maps. That's 100% of us. You, you're just ashamed to say it. I just thought it was a funny joke. You don't have to yell at me. Don't map shame me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maps are cool, bro. <laughs> I do love maps, actually. You don't like maps? You don't like maps? Get out of here. <laughs> and then you're self-hating mapper. I'm not. I just nobody's ever said maps are an interesting topic. That's not a thing people say. <laughs> I want to make a bunch of map puns now, but I'm going to prevent myself from it. And I'm just going to move on, okay? Just letting you know, guys, you, I saved you from a lot of bad map stars. Right, good. Okay. Why don't you map out this episode for us? Ooh. <laughs> at, least just give, gonna... at least give us the legend. <laughs> okay, I'm, no, no, I'm not going to play. I'm not, I'm not going to play it's, long. It's, it's been too longitude. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> All right. That wasn't horrible. It's pretty it was... good. I'll give you some latitude. <laughs> yes, there it is. All right, we have to I end on that. Say, give me some latitude. I we love have you. to end on that. We have to end on that, guys. Okay. All right. The prime meridian begins. Thank you. Okay, I'm just going to move on. Just let me know. What do we... Um, I know... What is... I'll, I'll just go to the traffic of Capricorn. <laughs> okay, sorry. Got to settle. All right. Uh, Trump. The horn? Donald Trump, okay? Donald Trump. I, he makes me... Annoyed and serious, so there we go. Uh, Trump, Trump, Trump. Okay. I was gonna say Caribbean okay. crabs, but I didn't think anyone would get that joke. No, Tropic of Cancer. Oh, Henry yeah, Miller. It was a long, yeah. yeah well, he said Tropic of Capricorn, I said Caribbean crab. Yeah, Tropic it can't crab is the cancer. Holy shit. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. I didn't think anyone. Oh my god, <laughs> so nerdy. I'm sorry, save it for literary. Literary, yeah, okay. Are we gonna do a maps episode? No, maps are not an interesting topic. <laughs> <laughs> we a have podcast to move on. about maps. We have to move on. We're sorry, I'm driving. Okay, so children, reset. Why will back. turn this car around, guys? I will pull over. <laughs> reset. Okay, America. We have to think about America and its place in the world. Okay, how does Donald Trump change our foreign policy? How, I'm just going to keep going until until you guys settle down. Uh, how does Trump make our other our, theoretically, our enemies or our allies change their uh, view of us. Also, how has our foreign policy changed over the years? Sorry, I'm, just, I'm stuttering here. And I guess I got, I'm going to go back to the first one with you guys. Um, what is America's place in this world? Sean Fong. Today? Yeah. 
Let's start with today. We'll talk about it <laughs> later. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know, man. Um, that is, uh, you know, I, I often tout my libertarian leanings, but um, in truth, I am a libertarian socialist. Um, I am constantly conflicted, and I, I am not really sure what our place in the world is. I certainly understand the need for... Uh, global stability, and that is some, certainly a role that we have taken on as a nation. Um, but as a libertarian, that feels very um, one-sided and very, uh, I don't know, maniacal, monopolistic, sure. uh, sort of um, uh, imperialistic, I guess is the term. So it's often referred to as the shining beacon. Monolithic the is the word you're looking for. Yeah, that's one of them. It's often... Yeah. Pun. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sean and I can't look at each other for the rest of this episode. You guys have to stop. Thank you. We're gonna be is there bad. a wall here? I, we're going to be bad. And there's going to be a pun ban, just letting you know. Well, why don't you ask me? Where my place I'm is going to. Okay. Uh, I was going to give you a prompt. Okay. Uh, it's America's often referred to as the shining beacon on the hill. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think that we are more of a police, like a world police? What are we or what should we be? We'll start with what are we. Yeah, we are world police right now. Yeah, yeah. I are mean, we a shining we, beacon on the hill? We were. <laughs> okay. I, I genuinely when did don't we know. know if when we did are. we change? Well, I think we probably still are. It's just the the question is, is from that whose, the great from that America, perspective? That, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like from whose perspective? Or is this all American exceptionalism? Well, no, not necessarily. It depends on plays in. it depends on the perspective. If you're someone living in Sweden, right, you might have. A particular view on America, but it also depends on who you are in Sweden and what you want to do, sure. and who you know what I mean. Like yeah, there, yeah. there are things in America where if you come to America, you can sort of you can sort of do anything you want. You know what I mean? It, it does have that um, that that advantage to it, where you know you can be anything you want. It is sort of the the. As far as I understand, to an as extent. far as I'm, con it's not the freest country. I would say no. Well, it's not the freest country. So sure, I'm not. I'm, I mean, or is from the an, country with the to be clear, the most opportunity? I, from, yeah, what I mean is from an entrepreneurial standpoint and and opportun opportunistic but that's standpoint. Also, and, not yeah, theoretically we're correct. We're certainly not the number one there. Ah, you theoretically get fuck. It's not sorry. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it might not be true. Um, I don't know if it's correct or not. I don't know where else I would go if I was living outside this country. Um, just to sort of explore my options as an entrepreneur, to be but honest with you. you. Really? Ireland. You don't think you, if you imagine you spoke a completely different language or you live, really, you can't think about yourself as a, a I don't know, a member of Europe or China and well, I, uh, want to go to Hong I mean, of Kong, course or, there are Hong different, Kong or Singapore. Obviously or, there are, you know, exceptions to it. I'm talking about a European, you know, a, a, our NATO situation. As far as, we're, you know, our place in the world okay. is contingent and, and, uh, and rooted in this kind of Western hemisphere situation, right? So sure, if I'm, you know, in Japan, I wouldn't be saying the same thing. I'd sure. be saying it in Japanese. But the, <laughs> the <laughs> and you'd have a better car. Oh no, you have a Japanese car. No, it's, it's, it's a British. German. You're getting one. Oh, British. It's British. A Toyota. A Mini. Oh yeah. <laughs> my my current car is a Mini. But yeah, oh, well, my, okay. my it's <laughs> it's currently in transition. It, it it might be. It might be. We'll see. I haven't I haven't fully decided yet. Anyway. Um, Are we going to have uh, really? Iraqi cars and look, in maybe years? I, here's the key. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. We maybe. don't invest in our enemies anymore. Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. We'll talk about that one later. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Maybe the opportunities aren't actually as here as I thought they were. Um, 
or or maybe opportunity is a loaded word in the first place. I mean, if you have mm-hmm. no money whatsoever, I, as an immigrant, you know, could, could you come here as an immigrant with a dime? You know, you have the, that age those old great story, stories. The, the yeah, dream. the age-old story, the American dream, the guy, you know, crossed the Brooklyn Island. Bridge, Ellis Island with a dollar in his pocket, and, you know, now he's he owns a shop wherever the fuck. Um, so your question is, can we do it today? Is Can it happen today? It's is the just, American does dream that still alive? Today? Yeah, it does that happen today? I would is say the American yes. Dream still alive? Um, not as much anymore, also because we're con- country is huge and there's just that much more competition yeah. in general. Is that right. the story of America okay. anymore? The country's population skyrocketed in the 20th century. We forget about that. We went from being a smaller and agrarian kind of middle power before World War One to an absolute fucking superpower, the likes of which we haven't seen since the Roman Empire. Well, that's so, not due to population. That was due to no. World War Two. Sure, and yeah. population. And a lot of other factors we can talk about. But I'm just saying that's- I, the, I, Well, I mean, the whole world pretty much grew in population, though. Like that's, but ours specifically uh, at the well, time. The, uh, Europe definitely yeah, did, Europe had a horrible whole generation. Of, we didn't lose as many troops as I they suppose. did. And, and all the civilians that died. And, including oh, Europe, including Japan, Russia. Yeah. How many civilians died in Japan? And, Oh. Yeah, it's, we we definitely were as an isolationist. We weren't as week. decimated as they were. Then. Yeah, okay. it was as if like the you know a plague wiped out the rest of the world. I mean, even Russia, Russian, Russian casualties. World War I by the way, two, by the way, Russian casualties for World War Two. I forget the actual numbers. I'm so, I'm sorry. Are absolutely astronomical. I feel like it's twenty million. It's, it's it might be twenty. I, I think it's twenty it's or something. Maybe mm. more than that. It might be even more than twenty. Okay. I think it was like twenty million that Stalin killed or something like that as civilians. So it, that doesn't right. necessarily count. That also, I mean, doesn't make sense either. Well, it's, it's a little inflated. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it just seems like a, a small portion. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how many people were in Russia at that time. I would seven. Guess, I would guess. Yeah, a, I mean, a hundred or less. Oh, really? Because I'm just thinking of like Russia only has like 180 now. I think. Oh, really? Okay. I the, the only number I know is I'm America. Sorry if that's like 100. It's right okay. Now. Don't worry about it. Don't, you're driving. You're driving. Don't worry well, about the fact checks. Well, it does lead us because I do want to eventually talk about that. And well, your other question was, are we the police of the world? You know, and I, I think as far as NATO is concerned, we are. Is that correct or incorrect? We we, yeah. we touched on this a little bit a couple I episodes ago. I think that's but. correct. NATO is uh, slightly. Um, Separate from us, but we are basically it's, NATO. Well, yeah. no, I know, I, mean, I know it's separate from us, but without us, there is no NATO, yeah, and NATO exactly. is the police force of the world. Well, with us, if that's we're not the, you quite know. true. Europe is a mix about. I mean, as a cohesive unit, Europe is pretty much fifty percent. Or 40%. NATO is separate than the UN, right? Yes. But yes. The the UN does not control NATO, right? Yes. What okay. is the UN? That's a good question. The United Nations. What yeah. is it? Well, the thing is, can you break it down for us? It's the evolution of the League of Nations. That's true. So the League of Nations came up from kind of the brainchild of Woodrow Wilson after World War One, and, and Princeton. It, what? What? And obviously, it failed horribly because they were powerless. Um, and obviously, we saw what happened with World War Two. So blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> but the point. Is, and then obviously, after World War Two, we got the UN as kind of another safeguard against another world war. Shenanigans. Um, the question is, how powerful are they? Do they really have an impact? And most people would say no. Well, yeah, well, but well, wasn't it just to an bas- wasn't it basically supposed to be a, a a place where we could come together and kind sure. of talk about these things? Yeah, that's the question. Than- does it does it have to be power? Can it not just be discourse? Well, yeah. it turned into a strange thing because of the Security Council. Um, yeah, and sanctions. What is and- that? The UN uh, the UN Security Council is made up of seven nations, I believe. I'm going to make sure I know this. Um, but ironically, uh, ironically, us, Rush, us, Russia us, just us, got us kicked out of the, yeah. of the Security Council hmm. because of Crimea. Oh, Crimea River. 
Um, I can't with this. No. So <laughs> let me give you my opinion real quick about this one. Um, I do think that a, a U.S. has to be somewhat of a world police. I don't. I, I don't like that role. I you just, think they have to be? Yeah. I okay. just think it's simply they're the most powerful, and the most powerful should always try to protect the least powerful, in general, or the. In, in general, that's all I mean. Uh, and just, I think that's a fair philosophical point. Go ahead, sorry. But the question is, are we the most powerful anymore or are we doing it in the right way? That's definitely an argument we can have. And that's something Trump honestly is saying about NATO right now. Or are we getting our fair share of it or whatever? And there's a subtle difference. There's a very fine line between a protector and a bully. And it really depends on which side of that line you're on to call them one thing or the other. So, I mean, once you align, fine line. once you align with certain, you know, factions or certain other countries, that puts you on one side or the other of this line. And that's kind of the the big problem is that it it paints a big target on us as the world police, even though we are not necessarily, you know, uh, harmed by these people. Well, what's the line? The line is whichever side of the treaties you're on, essentially. No, no I understand, but what's the ideological line? Like, why? Why? I mean, wh- so th- we've this, had this, this yeah. powerful, this powerful figure that yeah. you're talking about this, in, in this case, us. Yeah, where does benevolence end, essentially? Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, if we're protecting yeah. the weaker ones, right? From whom are we to protecting them? That's that's always the question, and that's the that, other bully. Exactly. What that, is the other bully's ide- ideology? I mean, currently our ideology is freedom. Well, it could be a Quote dictatorship, unquote. or it could be Russia's communism. It could okay. be uh, ethnic cleansing of some kind. It could, any any yeah. sort of human rights. Well, twenty twelve. So to anything clear, that really goes clearly against our inalienable va- values, I would say, or Not our, our sense of morality. Even yeah, at this point, that's a good one. But, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the uh, a larger point because I mean, I, I don't think we're against communism necessarily as an ideology in a weird way. Exactly. There are other communist I think, countries that we Well, the U.S. Yeah. or ca- capitalism is. I don't know if the U.S. necessarily is anymore, but it is. He, actually, I mean, arguably, so capitalism as an ideology would be against it, but the two of them are just, you know, opposite sides of a chessboard. They they don't they don't yeah. exist without a player, you know? And, well, so, ca- capitalism in, in its basic definition, essentially, doesn't That was have the smartest to- thing I've ever said drunk. <laughs> so go ahead, sorry. I, that was very. I, I liked it. I should have. You're yeah. right. I should have recognized it earlier. That was really no, it's good. Fine. It just occurred to me. But no, and I it's just off, I'm buzzed. So. so I was like, "Huh, I was smart. I said something smart." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, basically, though, capitalism doesn't have to fight against communism. That is kind of the uh, essential philosophy of capitalism is that it is a superior method. And so over the course of time, it is just going to win. You, you're asserting that? That capitalism is a superior method to communism? That is kind of one of the central tenets of I think, capitalism. I think, oh, right. Okay. I, I think thought... he's, he's been proven. By history, he's been proven that correct. Mm, I... How many ca- communist countries are there? No, How no, many no, communist the, countries the have we actually had, though? Yeah, that's the question. I don't Two think, or three? I don't think well, not, they haven't been fully no, that's tested. That's not in true. A, five or six. No, the, no, no. The key is, I don't think, go ahead. They've declared as communist countries or called themselves communist countries. Oh, and become but, dictatorships? Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, we yeah. call ourselves a democracy, but we're by no means a democracy. No, we call ourselves a constitutional republic. We know uh, who we are. Nobody no, does. Yeah. Everyone calls it a democracy. I, yeah, exactly. Only people that major like in history, history nerds. But <laughs> exactly. You're right. I guess you're any, right. Any, it, any you, kind of you yeah, know. You ask in. any man on the street, they will say we're, we're a democracy. democracy. Yeah. Good call. So, so I can't <laughs> disagree. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing. I don't think I don't. Well, think, maybe the democracy has just honestly become a different thing now because we all think, or the man on the street has changed the definition of it. Perhaps, and I mean, to we be honest with you, it. like our entire world could theoretically we have a representative democracy. Maybe that, that's a better that, way to no, say that it. No, that is exactly it is. accurate. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, precisely. So they're not completely wrong. No, no, for sure, for sure. And, and I'm not. And that's the thing. I, I don't think that. And communism wasn't necessarily not 
completely communism, but it wasn't sure. the quintessential I, I Marxian. Right. Yeah. Like we're, we're by no means a completely capitalist society. I've actually made that argument all. when I was a douchier college student that that communism simply really? hasn't it been tried. douchier? Imagine me in college. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it gets douchier. It would have been fun though. <laughs> I was fun. Everybody was in, everybody in college was a little bit of a douche. Like everybody. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do professors deal with that shit? <laughs> They're just as douchey. True. Yeah, I guess that's true. Very true. I guess that's true. They are douchier. That's yeah. They're the that's true. Fire with it's fire, true. man. <laughs> um. So okay, world police. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, we're ending the episode. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's when it's... the politicians <laughs> get power. No, I think that's fair. I, I mean, it's a tough one to answer. Let's jump to the biggest news. I don't know why I'm driving. Can you help? You or, want to? What were you going to say just now? You were going to take us somewhere. No, I was going to go down my list. So you were going to. What's the next list? Uh, it was going to be what Trump said about Taiwan and China. That's where I was going to go. It's. I. I honestly feel like it is <laughs> the big biggest side from Sean. <laughs> it is the biggest, least talked about fucking story right now. It's, it's, not, it's talked about. No, 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 yeah, no, no. no. It's, I, it's, def- it's overdone. If anything, I don't pay attention to much. And okay, that's hold on. Definitely hold on. I mean, sorry. Let's be happy then. Let's do it. Uh, Sean O'Brien, why, why is it so important? Well, first so off, it, what is it? What sure. the fuck is going well, on? Well, he's going to explain as he. Well, why don't you explain what it is first? Okay, so it Trump. Makes more sense. Trump tweeted out that uh, a kind of a, 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 a braggadocious tweet. Can you go before really? the tweet? This was it. This was the tweet. I think this was the first one he said. Well, why? I, why I, was the tweet happening? Well, he said I got a call from Taiwan. It was before this. What was it? The, the call itself. Well, yeah, um, but we didn't know about it until he tweeted, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's why. That's why he did tweet him. You're right. Tweet he You're said. right. He clarified that it yeah, was so, from well, more I'm, specifically. Okay, sure. We know, what we what ended up happening more than anything was a call was set up. Okay, between someone in Trump's team and Trump, Bob Dole. Thank you. <laughs> well, it, you might as well he, say he, it. He didn't set it up. I don't think he was involved in it, but I don't. He did not set it up. He was the big name that everyone's telling us. Yeah, absolutely. But he didn't set it up at all. He just kind of endorsed what the fuck it happened? and set it up. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> First things first, there's a long history between Taiwan and America that goes into many, many, many different geopolitical facets, many of which Joey will explain us in a second. But the the current situation essentially is that no American leader speaks to a leader of the Taiwanese government. Um, or hasn't since 1979. Well, no, no, they, they, they do not. They do not currently for, for one specific reason. In doing so, it China would— China would be pissed. Well, it would— Yes. More or less recognize Taiwan as a solely independent entity, um, separate from China, from China. And currently, America is uh, upholding a, quote, one China policy. In other words, Taiwan is still part of China in, quote, our eyes. Now, whether or not that's true or not, it's, you know, it's a whole thing. Many, you know, there's many things to talk about. We do business with Taiwan. We do military business with Taiwan. Um, <laughs> but as far as China is concerned, we, we do not operate with China, with Taiwan um, in any way that we wouldn't that we would uh, in any way that we would with another province so it's not like we would just simply call Beijing and speak directly with their you know their uh, mayor in a sense in a geopolitical sense as far as you know recognizing them as a separate entity um, because China currently sees Taiwan as more or less a band of of rebels. Yeah, who have it's as if uh, Hawaii annexed, you know, from or it's as I'm um, not annexed. Seceded. Sorry. It's as if Hawaii seceded from the union, and you know, we had to just deal with them in some way. It's actually 
Yeah, it's even crazier, but it's pretty close. I- yeah. So so now what actually happened was that Trump. Um, a call was set up. It really kind of doesn't really matter who, you know, physically dialed the numbers. A conversation happened between, between Trump. Tr- God damn it. <laughs> between <laughs> very Trump yeah. and, um, and the prime minister of Taiwan or the president of Taiwan, I'm sorry, um, which in China's eyes recognizes Taiwan as, a, as an independent nation. Um, and nothing, this has not happened since 1979, and it's not just a president; it's also a president or okay. president-elect. Nobody's spoken. Okay, hold on. Taiwan. Why so, is it important, apart from the fact that it hasn't happened since 1979? Um, because, I mean, to put it bluntly, China doesn't fucking like it. And, and okay, that, why that, is it important that, that we don't piss China tra- off? It could ignite a trade war. Own us. Ignite, yeah, they, <laughs> we also they own the majority of America's debt and all of Hollywood. That doesn't hurt, but you're right. Okay. Um, so that's why it's important. It's important to maintain a good, uh, both economic and militaristic relationship with China, so that we don't go to fucking World War Three, basically, without being alarmist. But <laughs> I think that's actually a bit alarmist. I gotta say, yeah. um, it's totally alarmist. But I don't. And here's my hot hot take, guys. I don't actually have a huge problem with this. Fuck yeah. Go ahead, Sean. No, I want to hear from you. Why, why is this not a big deal? Um, well, first off, I mean, it's, you know, it's Trump. So everything we, he does is going to be outside of the norm. And we have to kind of like realize that that's why he was elected. This is kind of what I, th- this is the, the better side of what I see of the, the burning it down. This sort of, uh, this idea of these bullshit arcane systems of fucking high school politics of don't talk to that group. Cause you'll piss this group off. It's just no way to fucking run a government. It's no way way to run a world if we want to fucking talk to people we need to be able to fucking talk to people that's the whole point that's you know why we already said the un exists it's a open communication you know if we can't at least talk to people then we're just fucked um here's the deal for me and this is a <laughs> no no i actually agree with what you say uh, to an extent um but we have to really be specific here and mm-hmm. when i view countries i really do view them almost on a scale of the human democracy index. I know people Mm. hate that shit, but it puts uh, Scandinavia up top and, you know, the most authoritarian dictatorships in the bottom. And that's kind of how I honestly view the big board here. Uh, America is like number 20 or whatever, 13, somewhere in the teens or something, or maybe number nine. Depending on the metric. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. Somewhere around there. How many countries? 150 or so. Okay. Um, well, you know, pretty, that's pretty up there. Industrial. I'm not, and again, I'm a big fan of this country. Uh, yeah, I said it. But the point is, we have to think about China. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> uh, we have to think about China. We have to think about Taiwan. Um, apart from much, here, let's think about the history of Taiwan. We actually supported China in World War II, which was literally the government of Taiwan's or ancestors. Chiang Kai-shek. Chiang Kai-shek. Mainly what? just because we were against Japan. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's one reason. But chi- I mean, the chi- enemy of my enemy is. That's know. a good point. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Let's. Yeah. I'm, that's a great. No, you're right. And that's a good good point of saying it. We, they weren't just like we weren't just friends with them because they were the greatest like human rights people in the world. Anyways, um, so Chiang Kai Shek was our buddy, and we really supported him in this Chinese Civil War and in the 50s when Mao fought or the communists fought the nationalists, and we made a decision to fight against communism, and that was our decision, and it. It's, it wasn't a bad decision in my mind. I mean, obviously, the whole Vietnam stuff was bad, but I think it's it's a decent way to go about the uh, – I forget what the, what's the policy. Not oh, – shit. Containment. The containment policy. Anyways. Should we really be enforcing ways of government, though? Not, not enforcing, but supporting, I think, is okay. 
What do we mean by supporting? Giving Mao? military arms to Chiang Kai-shek to fight Mao. Mm. Mao! Did he Mao? Well, Mao won. And Chiang Kai-shek was banished to Taiwan along with his family and the rest of the nobles or whatever. Hmm. Um, and the aristocracy, I guess. Um, and yeah, that, that kind of leads us to today pretty much or whatever, or since 79, I guess. And I think that we have to think about what China's done in this world. And China is, yes, they're powerful. Yes, they have a big deal. Yes, but, and yes, and they have a, a huge military, people. a billion people, um, but they're human rights violators. Um, they treat their, their citizens incorrectly. They don't have a free press. Um, ask people in Tibet how, how they like China. Um, I just think that we need to tell it like it is. And Taiwan is, on the contrary, a pretty nice government. Um, somewhere near the top, it's got a pretty free market. Uh, I think it's got a free press. Uh, they don't really have as many human rights violations. They're not perfect by any means. Um, and we've been selling them fucking military arms for the last 30 years anyway. So we yep. clearly have made our choice. Um, I don't think this is a big... I, I think this is something I originally thought was stupid because I thought Trump just simply... Um, did this because he was like happy to be congratulated by anyone. Oh, you suck my dick. I love you. Okay. Like, like they call time. I'm sure that's part of it. I think it's part of it. But when I found out that they had this in the books for months and they had, oh. a, and they had Taiwan on a list of countries that they were willing to call, that's a big deal. And I didn't, and, and they had this in the works with Bob Dole and other. Alex Jones was number 20. <laughs> Sad. That's probably close. Uh, yeah. He had a personal, uh, did. thank you from yep. Trump. Anyways. Um, so I guess the point is this was planned and, I don't have necessarily a problem with that if you want to sh start making some changes in foreign policy. Whether it's a smart way to go about it, especially with a fucking tweet and the way like this is not, you're right, it's the wrong way to go about it. But I do it's, basically agree that that our China policy is fucked up and we need to start thinking about human rights and, and which countries, no matter how big or small, are in line with our human rights. So this I, is I think it's him just flexing muscle, the muscle that he has at this point. You know, he doesn't really have any power yet, but this is- Oh, this is, is clearly leverage. Yeah, this yeah. is what he's using. And this is fucked up to use this to get a better trade deal from China. And that's where I don't like that that much. I think that's fucked up. If you're doing it on a purely ideological standpoint and saying, really, we want to support Taiwan and we want to make a statement that China is not- doing things that are correct in this world, like simply supporting Russia and Bashar al-Assad in Syria, which is a huge fucking deal right now, they, we need to make a stand. And I don't have necessarily a problem with that. Well, he, he is anti-China. He's anti-China, though, for economic reasons, not for humanitarian reasons so much. Exactly. And that's so, why I think it's... To do this as a as a way of leverage to get a better deal on your trade, he's a change. businessman. What would you expect from a businessman? Exactly. I think <laughs> I think you're talking about a few percentage points here of a tariff, and but the few for few percentage points of a few trillion dollars adds up. I'm not saying it's a, it's going to give us money and whatever. I, I guess maybe, but protectionism, honestly, in my mind, doesn't also work very well. So. That's a whole other argument. No, and I, I can't, I, I have stopped making predictions when it comes to Trump. I can't pretend to know what he is thinking about going about this. Yeah, but that's right. the key. That's the think? key. I think that, I think that you are thinking about Trump in a, in a, in an, a, a typical leader yeah. perspective. I don't think he's an ideologue in any sense. So, no. and if he was, I mean, we all know that he's not. And, and here's the thing. He, he at no point will side with China or Taiwan on their ideology. The question is, you know, how is it good for hopefully quote us now? You know what I mean? I previously yes. always thought assumed that Trump just wanted things to be good for him, um, which I think is still the case. But hopefully, at some point, he'll start to blend himself with the American people, and thus he'll do good for us. But I don't know what that means yet. But before I go off on that tangent, if I ever get there in that sense, <laughs> um, 
I, I genuinely think that that yeah, if it is a leveraged trade deal thing, and you know, well, hang on, I have a couple. Goddamn, goddamn. Okay, um, at no point Trump will ever kind of go ideologically one way or the other. So that's just not going to happen. Okay, you hold know on, hold he on. doesn't care. But this is not the thing. It doesn't really matter because Trump is an empty vessel. Yeah. Well, exactly. But it's that's the what Trump I'm saying. Administration. But, but here's the thing. You were saying that like it'd be nice for Trump to not side with China on their human rights violations because they don't have a free press. But in I the know. Same, I know uh, that's not going to happen. Tr- well, He's no, no, trying to crush our press. What, what I'm like, exactly that's what I'm saying. In the same breath, Trump could denounce China but also take away our free press. Listen, he is not a normal. Like, I know. I know. Ideological. This is my point. I don't. You're right. It's all going to be wrong. It's all going to go out the wrong way. My point is simply, I just want to try to call it like it is. I want to simply say, well, I'm, you know, Ben, there is no math with Trump. We're better off just rolling the dice. Well, we are. No, what we, I, I think what you're saying is important, right? In that's the all end, I want to say. I just want to make a point country, about- We yes. as a country should denounce human rights violating other countries, Wherever right? they have. I think yeah. that that's fair. I don't think that that's a bad way to go. But you don't think that we should be doing it right now? No, I just don't think that our current leader cares one way or the other. Yeah. That's the difference. I agree. And, and I'm perfectly fine with us as a nation kind of standing up. But right now, the only real voice we have as a nation is through the fucking mouth of yes. Donald Trump. And I wanted to kind of get to this, too. I'm sorry. Did you no, go ahead. Well, it's like Secretary of State. We don't know. We don't know yet. We Giuliani know it's not Giuliani <laughs> as of today. Wait, but- What? We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Holy shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been the way um, I've been on set all day. Okay, but so 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 look. Oh hey, shit, wait, it's Giuliani. No, no, it's not Giuliani. Giuliani. It took will his never name be out Giuliani. Of the okay, no, 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 I'm he sorry, didn't, I he didn't take his name out of the running. That's what he's claiming. His name oh, was taken. Okay, I did yeah, not yeah. think he was going to be Secretary. Of State. Anyway, anyway, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get to this in a second as far as where is America's place in the world. But, um, yeah, Trump, America in general should trend toward you know um as socially liberal and as I, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down the line as, as, as spoken as a Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the key. You know what I mean? That's the key. But, but, uh, you know, it, um, freedom for all. And as a libertarian, there's, you know, you certainly wouldn't disagree with that. And I think that most, I think the free press is something that's bipartisan. We are in a theocracy. So, yeah. you know, anybody kind of denouncing that element of it has a different argument to say. We're close. We're getting very, yeah. well, I, you know, there's a whole argument to be said there as well, but, um, Sure, we can denounce China and and talk about whatever it is. But I, I think the other element that I did want to talk about is um, Trump's handling of the situation. Number one, he's not the president yet. So absolutely, great I, point. I'd rather him not start to fucking, you know, ripple up the foreign <laughs> policy waters before he's actually the president. Yeah, try not to fuck up the world I before you I have a little bit of an office. issue with that. that I Honestly, do have an issue with that. I think that that's just— Honestly, I, I feel like that, that's a smoother point. transition because him doing this shit gives everyone a chance to kind of get a toe in the water and get an idea of what we're in for and start to— Maybe, maybe in the end that is— well, his, um, his tra- not a bad thing, but I think I, I I genuinely think it's disruptive and frankly bad form for our country and precedent and precedent. He ran on disruption. He, he didn't even I, notify. I don't give a fuck what it is that he is doing. I'm talking mm. about the the sustainability of our republic. Mm. Okay, if this is a precedent that's being set, where the president elect can come in and start fucking shit up while the current president is in office, mm. that's something that needs to be discussed. That's not something I think that just should start happening and being a norm. I, I feel like there's I an really element of protocol. Like 
like call. that point a I, lot. I, I, don't I, do. have a pro- I, I, I don't have a problem with it being the case. I think you're right. There is an element of transition. So perhaps we could talk about the lame duck session mm. where what is the power of the president-elect and what does it actually mean? I think that's a valid conversation. I think currently it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And for Trump to simply throw a monkey wrench in it before we've really kind of evolved – one way or the other is dangerous. Uh, I, and but he, it's not. He's going to force the conversation. You're right, and, and, and exactly. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe a lot. And really, that we, we didn't put term limits in until Roosevelt hit his fourth. I precisely. Mean, you know, we we don't come up with the laws until there's a reason to come up with a, a good law. point. Precisely. In the end, if if nothing else, we'll have a lot of interesting conversations because of the presidency of Donald Trump. And and that's that's something you know. If we survive as a country, which I think we will, you know, we've gone through <laughs> fucking way worse. You know what I mean? Whether the globe for survives. I don't know, but I, you know, it's, yeah. I, I don't think our, you know, our borders will be completely decimated because we have a different president right now. Um, that being said, I think that he should, you know, I, this is this is shooting for the stars at the moment, but mm-hmm. hopefully he he can just tone it down a, a hint Stop while tweeting. we go through this. I don't I don't have a problem with him tweeting. Don't necessarily speaking, oh it's you know there's many different reasons for that. I think the most the, the most recent episode I said at the very least maybe it's a steam valve where he's yeah. unleashing some of his shit and then, and we you know he he doesn't suddenly just fucking you know set, sick the CIA on some union leader because he's pissed at him because he said something shitty about. Him. At yeah. least he just, he'll just tweet about him and then unleash his fucking army of millions of followers to send him death yeah. threats. And I'm sure there were old people bitching about when the president first went on the radio. And I'm sure there were old people bitching about when the president first went on television. It's not about— This is just unbecoming I didn't mean our... he can't tweet, okay? I meant he shouldn't tweet like he's been tweeting. He can do—he can be on Twitter. He's the goddamn president. He can do what he wants. Really? That's the worst part. He can do what he wants. Yeah. That That's is the worst no, part. Why, why fucking else, cannot. Why else would you want to be the president? You're the leader of the free world. What can he not do? Actually, help us out. Commit a crime. Why not? Because he'll be convicted and removed and from pardoned. office. He has to be impeached first. That's the problem. Okay, I skipped to the gun there. I'm assuming if he he would have will, to be indicted. Will Congress impeach him? If he does something heinous. And then we'll pardon him. And impeachable. So it's not that we'll, Congress will impeach. Impeaching is actually not a big deal. Clinton was yeah, impeached. Yeah, that's just the It's whether Senate will indict. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's rare. Break that down for us, actually, then. I, I'm not sure a lot of people know this. Impeachment is just the trial, essentially. Impeachment is yeah. just bringing them up on charges. Okay. Um, the, the House does it. Right. The indictment is the— And the House acts in the jury, I guess, as the jury in that sense, or what? They vote, yeah. So the House votes. So let's just—how is he convicted first? Because a president can't be convicted of a crime. So no, they're not convicted. Let's just say Trump shoots first. somebody first in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, that's—he so, would be arrested first, probably. Really? Dick yeah. Cheney? He was—wow. Good point. <laughs> yeah, they, they they can't. He shot a man in the face. Like, well, I, I definitely think that might be extenuating circumstances there, but okay. Well, I, it was I'm, a hunting I'm, I'm simply, I think he was saying in anger, but I, I am. But I'm, I'm simply no one knows down, that Dick Cheney didn't shoot that dude in anger. I'm bra- I'm breaking down. <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking down okay. the the the, I know, I, the legal right, process. That's interesting. I don't I don't quite so know. The, I guess. Yeah, that's the question. Maybe I mean, we, hasn't we, can get a, we can get a lawyer on well, here. Impeachment hasn't happened that fucking often. It's happened like three times or something. Exactly. Yeah. So so I as far as I understand, a president can't be convicted. Of a crime, I think but, Andrew Johnson was. By the way, I think the only president ever be indicted. I believe. I'm not positive on this. I'll check it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. A sitting president can't be convicted in, of a crime. It, yeah. It's just it's, that's the impeachment. First, yeah, exactly. They okay, have to be get, impeached first. It, so, yeah. so if Trump shoots somebody, what happens? Congress now okay. has to vote to impeach. Sure. Mm-hmm. And what's needed to impeach? I think just a simple majority. 
Really? I thought it was. Oh yeah, to impeach. Yeah, simple majority. Simple majority to impeach. But to actually indict. Right, and 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 for whatever reason they're doing it. You know what I mean? Let's just say the 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 media, which is our fourth estate, and we can talk about fake news maybe next episode. But the <laughs> the the, the media is reporting. Okay, we have video, or we have on good authority that Trump shot somebody. Okay, Congress, what are you going to do? And Congress votes to impeach. What happens next? The Senate has to form a trial, and they have the right to call witnesses and perform cross-examinations. Um, and the, and the, we need a two-thirds majority. From Senate? Yeah. To remove. To convict and remove, yeah. yeah. That's dope. It's really? cool. Why is that dope? I'm confused. Yeah, Just the process of it, the idea of it's kind of cool. The, the fact that we have a process? No, just the idea of the Senate actually like kind of holding a, a a trial is kind of interesting. Were you not alive when that happened? Yeah, don't you remember Clinton? Senate didn't hold a fucking trial for yeah, that. They did. The they didn't oh, right, because they impeached, but then yeah. Senate held a trial. I was alive. I just didn't care. Once he was well, once he was impeached. No, that was the whole what's the meaning of is is. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember all that. I yeah. was watching that. Yep. I was not I was too young. I you, did watch that. You might have been distracted by OJ. No, I, I, I guess I just didn't understand the gravity of what was happening. Yeah, yeah. I was distracted by Super Nintendo. Hmm. <laughs> Good distraction. <laughs> so China, Taiwan, I mean, it, okay, so you said I was being too alarmist when I said that China, you know, the was going to— World War III comet. World War III comet was just crazy. But it's not—no, no, okay. I didn't say it's yeah, not crazy. crazy, but alarmist. It's—you know what— so yeah, what I mean, basically, break it down for me. What happens if China loses their shit on us? I, I, well, I, it's not a us. We have to think about our place in in the in the Pacific, in the South Pacific. Um, China has a lot of enemies. Okay. Uh, Japan is a big one. Uh, Japan is our best buddy. Uh, also, we have South Korea, and China is also now. All, Japan's not, still not allowed to have its own military, though, right? Uh, ish. They're st- they just got their first navy boat in like like last year. Or something. Oh, really? So okay. It's they're just starting again, but they do have a somewhat powerful. Either way, we're their military. Yeah. Um, Germany still doesn't have military too, right? No, they, they absolutely do. Really? Yes. Oh, well, pretty good actually. Oh yeah, it's been more than fifty years. Damn. Um. So another you know, big, big, big thing here is North Korea. Uh, China is our link to North Korea, and it's the only thing that North Korea listens to. It's like they're the North Korea whisperer. Mm. And North Korea, obviously, is this whole topic in itself. But if we Walled lose garden. China's influence, in, in we lose their favor, we lose any possible influence in North Korea, any possible— We've still got Dennis Rodman. You're right. We have Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Who else? Is that it? I think so. Seth Rogen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. James Franco, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure they'd be too welcomed over there. Um, anyways. Trey Parker, uh, Matt Stone. Yeah. Anyways, uh, China is also throwing everything fucked up because they're starting to be trying to use their power abroad. And that's the real difference between China now and China of 10, 20, 30 years ago. They're more powerful now than they've ever been. And they have the ability to project power in on the world. Why is it that they're more powerful than they've ever been? Economically, they globalized. They had capitalism. They opened up. They own everything. The same thing that Russia did. They had a glasnost. Glasnost? Glasnost is the uh, Russian term for opening. It's what happened towards the end of the USSR. Oh, ah, okay. Mm. In addition to perestroika. Perestroika sounds like a <laughs> like a potato dish, and uh, glasnost <laughs> sounds like an interesting bread. Glasnost. I don't know why both of which are gluten, but whatever. Uh, perestroika <laughs> means uh, a restructure. I did know that, actually. Wow, oh, okay. I mean, you lived in that era. I didn't live. I wasn't even like around. I knew anything about. I feel like I only know because of Billy Joel, but I'm not sure why. (laughs) Wait, that's in Billy Joel's. I don't know. Oh, it must be. No, we didn't start the fire. Probably. It's not. As I played the song in my head, it is not. 
Really? You all remember I, every lyric to We yeah. Didn't Start yes. the Fire? Would you, you just like sang, me to sing the whole thing for you? Well, you no. just sang the whole I thing in like sure. ten, You can't yeah. sing it in like your head in two seconds. I could, I could like quickly scan for the word perestroika. You know what? If anyone could do it, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure perestroika is not in, in the song We Didn't Start What's the Fire. What's it in Allentown? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. Allentown. Go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Trump. Oh. Wait. You know, go ahead. Just continue. Okay. Rust Belt. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> um, so, wow. This can lead me right into... I wanted to talk about this, but... Okay, never Russia? mind. Russia? No, you, wanna, you don't want me to go off topic here. I wanted to go You can on. do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk now about maybe Trump and, and Carrier, if that's okay. Is that sure, too yeah, off? I don't fine. know what you're talking about. So Trump, I, I randomly said Rust Belt, and so now he wants to talk about Carrier. That's kind of how I work. Is. Yeah, you know what Carrier is? That's kind like of like an aircraft carrier. <sighs> Did we? T- uh, no. Why? What is America's place in the world? Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> America, I also think, is very important for the Middle East. Uh, the Middle East, to me, is the Israel. Obviously, Israel, but. It's at the center of probably the well the, in the, on the map actually ironically it's the center it's of the in map. the middle it's in the middle <laughs> of the map that we all love but it's also kind of you know I feel like it's only west of east though what a little it's only a little west of east yeah that's why it's oh. the Middle East <laughs> thanks okay, cool. we're gonna move on Jesus Christ I, I said no more puns or anything any that it also includes those kind <laughs> no of jokes map puns. that includes no those map. jokes. <laughs> Okay, so Here there be dragons. the Middle East, I guess, is a very <laughs> difficult situation, clearly, and uh, I think it's at the center of so much other. It's at the. It's basically at the clash of it's all like of a, these the different equator, countries, like of everything. It's not just that, like <laughs> the countries, the Middle East are fighting each other. It's that Russia is involved, and China is involved, and we're involved, and Europe is involved, and everyone is involved. Let me ask you this: Why is everyone involved? In the Middle East. Because we like sticking our nose in other people's fucking business. No, I mean. Not just us, but I mean everybody. I mean we as the world. But yeah. Why is the whole fucking world sticking its nose Uh, in this Middle East? One religion, one absolutely religion plays a huge factor. Whether whether it's. Is this just the Crusades? Are we still like fucking? Well, you know what? Uh, God damn, maybe, dude. <laughs> what do you? You <laughs> don't think the maybe. entire right wing—they love Jews because they love that idea of Jews inhabiting the land before yeah, the Messiah comes. Totally. They pay for like Jews to go to Israel yeah. and stuff like that. They, they, right wing Christians here love that there, idea. There was, uh, I mean, this gets into more conspiracy stuff, but there was a lot of uh, talk about George Bush trying to start the uh, uh, basically, Armageddon. yeah, essentially. By you know, yeah. They, I mean, th- that's not just that side. I and mean, there's a messianic part of all this, but yeah, yeah. that's an extremist element. I don't want to kind of debate that. But the reason really is uh, economic reasons. Um, I think it's definitely ideological reasons. What are the economic reasons? What are the Oil. ideological reasons? What? That's literally okay. Right. So if there's you just say the one. Sh- I mean, you can also talk about Israel's tech tech industry, but apart from Israel's tech industry, would, there's a shit fucking Israel's ton of oil. Israel's tech industry wouldn't exist if there wasn't a shit ton of oil there. There's a shit That's fucking ton of oil in true, Iraq. Actually, but okay, that, they didn't get any oil. Israel's What's no that? oil. No, no. I mean, like there would really be nothing in that area of the world if there I, wasn't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay, whatever. Yeah, they actually, that did you know actually develop independently. Let, let me, I don't. Okay. Fine. Let me just let me go. Let me go surface level. Sure. What on its you know what on at face value. Is the fucking issue in the Middle East? Do you want me to just put it in one word or a sentence or <laughs> however you want to do it at face value? If you just had to like explain to any idiot off the street, they're like, "What's the problem in the Middle East? Why is everybody fucking religious extremism?" Okay, break that down for me. 
Well, it's not every 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 country has resources. Every country has colonial elements and imperialistic elements. Not every country, but it, that exists yeah. all over the world. What's different about the Middle East is clearly the religious aspects there. Okay. It's it it's the catalyst for insanity. It drives everything to an extreme point and takes everything to the next level. Why has that maintained but, there, but not other places? Um. We can talk about historical reasons. Yeah. Honestly, the state of Israel in 1948 is a huge reason. Um, but we could look at the the Arab Spring recently. We can look at um, basically. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it really comes down to. It comes down to the British Empire and the other empires and the colonial powers leaving and leaving self autonomous governments, and that a led vacuum of a vacuum of power, which yeah. led to who is the most powerful person and is going to take power. The religious, so it just kind the of theocracies left tribalism to its own devices. Essentially, and what are they worrying over specifically? Like, sure, you, we have you know, uh, so the, Israel or, or Jewish, and then you know, Palestine. We talk about it, as a, as a monolithic sense. There is no Palestine really. In well, a weird there's way, not right? just Israel not and anymore. Palestine. I mean, we, we don't forget. There's also the Kurds and the Iranian and, right, and Iraqis and yeah, ISIS. There's so many and different Saudis versus the Iranians and the Yemenites right. versus the. This is a million. So Judaism versus versus Muslim. That's just one. Right. That's well, although that's huge. I mean, or it's Israel. That, versus that's Islam. the one Sorry, we can point Muslim, to. Islam. But all of those other ones are essentially Islam versus Islam, just different factions, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, Kurds are kind of separate. Well, what, sure. do, what, does, what does each hey. side want? Uh, what does anyone want? Money and power, um, yeah. But, yeah. I, but again, no, on that, face land, value. That, like, so, that's so, the thing. You're, you're holding both hands out, yeah. assuming that there are two factions here. Sure. And that's the problem with the Middle East, is that there are many warring tribes okay. happening within that. J Israel in the Jewish versus Muslim <laughs> uh, extreme fighting is the easiest one to define and point right, to. Right, good point. But there are many, like every faction is fighting within every other faction. Okay. So it's, it's just, you know, it, it's basically kind of like a, a Wild West situation. It, it is where we are just having these warring tribes fighting for supremacy of this kind of open land that is kind of territorial and kind of not declared. What is this open okay, land so we're talking on. about? The Middle so, East. So there's two powers in the Middle East, the Sunnis and the Shiites, but the Sunnis are idealized by Saudi Arabia and their government. Well, there's they, two Islamic powers. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, as part from Israel, we're just yeah. setting Israel side okay. right now. Yeah, sure. Um, but so on the Islamic side, there's the, the Sunnis the and Sunnis the Shiites. The Sunnis and Shiites. So we got the Sunnis and the Saudis. That's them. Like, the most powerful, the most oil. They influence every other Sunni tribe in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. uh, what are then, some of the groups in the Sunni tribes? Uh, well, we have a, a, the minority in Iraq. Uh, we have a minority in Syria, a minority in Lebanon. Okay, so mostly northern. Yeah, but there's also— These aren't like named groups that we would be like aware of, right? Uh, yeah, Egypt. Uh, but what do you mean? Like, I'm sorry, what do you mean? Um, Just, you know, like the little factions, ISIS and, you know, all of the ISIS little, is a part— The it, names we hear in the news, do they apply to this? Sure, ISIS is, is pretty much crazy— Well, it's a crazy version of Wahhabi Sunniism. Okay. Wahhabism is the version of Sunni Islam that Saudi Arabia took hold of, okay. which is like— uh, really, really, really fundamental Islam. The most fundamental, almost extremist without getting super violent, even though- By fundamental, we mean like literal <laughs> translation. <laughs> like, to, say, to say that Saudi Arabia is not violent is pretty fucking sure. irresponsible. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, by fundamental, we mean literal translation of the Quran. Yes, okay. sure, absolutely. Okay. That's, that's literally exactly the correct. And, and then, then we have shit. the Shiites, and we have the Shiites, which are pretty much Iran. Iran is the center of power there, okay. and the Ayatollah is the center of power there. Um, and then they have my Ayatollahs in Iran, Russians in Afghanistan. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Heavy Metal Suicide, yeah. Porn Dads, Homeless Vets, JFK, Bernie Gets. I only remember JFK blown away. 
That is all. What else do I have to say? That's the last line. That's all I got. Yeah. I was just getting there, by the way. By the way. It's my want to usually cut you off and yeah. fuck up your joke. <laughs> well, fuck up the, the fact that we have to pay for Sean. <laughs> Continue. Sausage. Okay. Uh, Iran. It's a uh, superpower. Not superpower. It's a power in the Middle East. Um, and they have crazy influence right now. We've get, we, we realize that they're really, honestly, uh, here's the thing. is uh, The Middle East is shifting. And Iran and the Shiites are becoming more powerful and the Sunnis are losing power. And that's the craziness right now. Because not only that, the Saudis are losing their oil. And they're going to lose their oil in, I think, 20 years, something like that. And that's a big going to be destabilization in the Middle East. And shit is going to go crazy. Um, not to mention they have extreme, extremely powerful military. They have uh, Abrams tanks. They have Bradley military vehicles. They have F-16s. They have pretty much all our military from about 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I'm serious, which is scary as fuck because our military is the most powerful thing the planet has ever seen. Like literally. Yeah. Uh, but our 10 years ago technology. Even is... 10 years ago. I mean, we can beat our 10 years ago exactly. technology, but only slightly. And it's still scary. Well, when... strategically. I mean. And it's not like we'll be fighting. Like it, it's like Saudis will be fighting Iran and that's what we have to be. Yeah. We put right, doors yeah, and no. all that shit. We can, we can take them down. Uh, I don't, I don't know, even so, think that. I mean, we're we're okay. Yeah. We're, you know. So I guess this brings me back to kind of the different players, uh, if that's what you kind of want to talk about, Sean O'Brien. I know I'm driving, but it seems like you want to know more. Here. Well, I, yeah. I mean, yes and Would no. Would you like it, to it, know more? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it that was my my central question was what's the problem with the Middle East? I, I feel like it's been answered. Um, well, the, the second it, the question that this, branched off of that is why is everyone sticking their nose in it? Like, sure, we have sure. the central think, problem there. I think but we why can the fuck use is everybody else we can use Syria here. I think okay. Syria is a perfect example because it's literally where the lines have been drawn recently. Now the lines are drawn all over the fucking place, like I said. But this is really where the fucking issue is right now. And at no more of an example of this do we have Aleppo. Aleppo is literally the, what is Aleppo? <laughs> is what the, is Aleppo? So Aleppo, Aleppo is the rebel held city and it's been held for the past four years since this beginning of the syrian civil war and it's been fought over like held almost by whom the rebel forces against the rebel alliance honestly it is an alliance of many different tribes okay that we support mostly not all of them we support most of them um anyways so we support the rebels holding aleppo this is their its final stand aleppo is Who like their had Stalingrad. aleppo before bashar al-assad the government of syria right and then the rebels took it. Right. You explained this to us before. That's right. Maybe. Okay. No, I don't know if I have. Maybe you did. I haven't. Either way. Um, so basically- Is this Black Hawk Down? Uh, kind of. That, that, that wasn't was, in that Aleppo, was, though. No, no, no. That was Somalia. Oh. I, I thought you were making an analogy. No. I'm just bad at geography. <laughs> really, really bad at geography. Yeah. Somalia is so far away. Sorry. <laughs> At least it's the same uh, language. Sure. So so speak Arabic. Same continent? Mm. No. No, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller than Africa. Okay. Uh, well, the thing is, Aleppo got a lot worse recently, and it's even getting worse today. Um, they were trying to get a ceasefire going because basically the rebels are losing horribly, and there's a shitload of civilians, something like 300, 400, 500,000. And they don't have literally any hospitals, any any left or any way out. So they're trying to get a ceasefire. The U.S. and the, uh, the the allies of the U.S. were trying to get a ceasefire going. And the two countries to say no to this ceasefire. Let's see if you can guess them. Russia. Yep. China. And there you go. One and two. Uh, that's fucked up. And we have to really, 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 really call it like that. And we cannot let that slide. These. So this is essentially the new Vietnam. For who? For a, a proxy a war. A proxy war? Yeah, the communist sure. versus capitalist. Sure. Okay. Do, uh, yeah. That, I would not deny that it's a proxy war. I, don't, I mean, it's not as simple as communism and capitalism, but it's as 
Yeah, I was going to say, what are the ideologies? Honestly, it's not that crazy if you want to consider Russia now the new communism. So they are kind of the communist axis, and we are the capitalist axis. Yeah, I mean, that's the same as the Cold War. It's just China's taking a little bit bigger role. Exactly. China and Russia both took the glasnost role and became a little bit more capitalist. But, so, but I, I, but I, I thought you're right. I, I'm wait. Then I'm confused. Then sure. now, I, Russia, China, and us are on the same side as far as Syria is concerned. No, no. They're supporting so they, they Assad. Supported Assad. They're both supporting Assad. Right. Okay. Cool. So we support the rebels. Yep. Okay. Now Turkey also throws a big wrench into this. Uh, Turkey is the other huge power in the Middle East, and they are secular, supposedly. But they also have Erdogan, who is Recep Erdogan, who's an insane person. Uh, and who are they supporting? The government. They support the rebels. Okay. But they also only support some of the rebels because <laughs> they hate the fucking Kurds. Mm. And the Kurds make up some of these rebels. And sure, they hate the, the Kurds like they hate the Armenians. They have a huge thing. What, I'm sorry, what did you say? Shit, did you make a Kurds and Way joke you said or something? I like the, they like the Way. Oh, that's good. The whole, <laughs> by the way, this whole time I've been crafting a cottage cheese. I was joke. thinking what? of a little, little Miss Muffin. Little, yeah, little yeah exactly. Is that on our toughen? Yep. So uh, I'm a big, big fan of the Kurds. I think I said it before. I have a hard on for the Peshmerga. Um, the Kurds are. Let me just kind of take a tangent on the Kurds. Uh, All I'm thinking about is milk. Yep. <laughs> I just I want a white rush. You ever have a fried cheese curd? Yeah, mm. they're amazing. They are I've amazing. been to Wisconsin. I had one in Minnesota. But mm. Ohio. They're all the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Kurds are the most um, radically feminist government in many ways. Hmm. They demand that every position has a co-director as a female. Every what? position. whether every posi- In the government? In the government. Oh. Honestly, and also in, I think, in main jobs as well, they do. Uh, women. Well, that's kind of interesting, actually. Uh, yeah, women have to hold 50% of pretty much everything. Okay. Oh, so it's not like you have to have two people doing every job. You do, and it's like one title. Like, like let's say oh, you have really? like a director yeah. of blah blah blah, a CEO. You have to have two CEOs, one man, one woman. So, like, two president, people. there has to be a man, has to be a woman. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, and same are thing for the army. Are they voted for independently? Uh, Wait, are they voted question. for? I, that's uh, yes, I think they are. Okay, it is a democracy essentially. Yes, it's not perfect. What <laughs> country? Uh, well, well, neither is ours. Well, but. kind of. It's kind of not a country quite. It's Kurdistan. It's they have their own kind of Iraqi Kurdistan and Turkish Kurdistan. They should be a country. I think they kind of are. They're a de facto country. Uh, Where Turkey, in Iraq is this? Northern, uh, northeast Iraq. Northeast, okay. And north, uh, northwest of Ibish. And, and basically- farther west is where you get into the Syrian border, right? Yeah, then we start getting to ISIS territory. Right, okay. That's what I uh, and then north of that, north of that ISIS territory, or kind of in that diagonal line where the Kurdish goes, uh, dips into Iran and into Turkey. So we have Turkey on top, in the middle, Iraq, and then on the bottom, Iran. It's like a diagonal line crossing all those borders. Got it. Mm. Uh, and they basically have their own little region there, and uh, Turkey hates them for that. Uh, you know, they hate any autonomous region. They're, Turkey's fucked up in many ways. Um, I don't know, but we have to support Turkey because Turkey has our fucking military base. They have our most important air base in the Middle East. What is that? that? That's where we launch every single attack onto ISIS. Okay. That's our key to fighting anything in the Middle East. What's our relationship with Turkey currently? It's strange. Uh, you know, obviously, we cannot even recognize the Armenian genocide for that reason. We have to sign up, placate a lot of their crazy. How did that base get there? How do you know so much? <laughs> that's his deal. That's another. That's enough for another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did it get there? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I I don't know when it was built. Um, because like that's strategically like our only base in the fucking region. Well, we have Kuwait. To. Uh, I mean, it's just well, th- not as far that, north. And that we know how that got there. But that, <laughs> Nobody does. We saw Nobody that on TV. That got <laughs> we, what? You know, no, they don't. You, yeah, you saw that live on 19, CNN. 1990. Like, I wasn't around. But I was kinda, Nobody kinda knows around. what you're talking about. We went into Kuwait. 
then Bush the Pers- first Persian Gulf the war. <laughs> okay, cool. it wasn't. I guess it wasn't a war. Cool. Sorry. Maybe a handful of people General, will be like, uh, "Oh, I saw Storm, the Big Storm Lebowski." That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah. Just watch Lebowski again, guys. Oh, Three Kings. Up. Watch Three Kings. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. Cool. The best yeah. uh, Persian Gulf. <laughs> so Persian Gulf is why we have the base. I love when in they cut to Kuwait. what Spike Jones does in his free time, and he's just firing guns <laughs> at uh, cars. Is Jarhead also, or is Jarhead modern? I thought modern. Jarhead was modern. Modern. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, for sure. Sorry. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. You asked, uh, we have bases in Kuwait. Um, I asked, what is our relationship with Turkey right now? You said it's strange. It's interesting. I mean, we do try to be, we are on friendly terms. They are a European nation. They are in the EU. Oh, wait. EU. Oh, I might have fucked that one up too. Okay. I think they're trying to be a member of the EU. Okay. They're Mm. not quite, but they're pretty much, they have a special relationship, kind of like Russia, honestly. They're like one of those people, they get to hang out, but not vote. Yeah. And just so I remember, Ukraine is not a member of the EU, obviously, right? No, yeah, they want to be. They can't be because that's the they whole Crimea thing. They also want to be in happened. NATO. They can't be yet. Okay. They're trying. Yeah, they're not a real country yet. Cool. Oh, that's rude of you. Mm. Real country. I want to be a real boy. They're not even in NATO. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, I, don't, a- I don't know why we're on fucking Ukraine right now. Um, So. <sighs> the Middle East. Yeah. I, 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 Aleppo. Why do we, what do we have to fucking do with all this? What Good is question. our place in Good this question. world? Good question. And this Stability. is kind of. Yeah, we definitely want some stability in the region. Why? What does it matter to us in the what? end? Like, why Why can't we just be the isolationist well, let's say, okay, World War One? Capitalism we don't, benefits from everyone participating. Let, and keeping a a civil world allows us to sell our goods that's and absolutely barter true. and trade. Why? We're the most the, powerful country I, in the world. Why can't we just fucking okay, hang out on our island here's and why, fuck here's why, here's why. and fuck everybody else? Well, well one, we're a globalist death. economy and everything's connected, so we yeah. have to get it. That's one. Two is that we also have a military interest there. We have an existential threat, and this just happened. We literally had a nuclear weapon go missing. Happened a couple weeks ago. It was the Russian one, What? Right? Yep. Not fucking with you. They went missing. Uh, a Russian a Russian nuclear, nuclear weapon? Nuclear device. Not a uh, nuclear bomb, but the nuclear pl- bomb. plutonium, I believe. Yeah, the, the core. The of core. The, oh, yeah. whatever. That's They're just trying to build a time machine, dude. What's yeah, a big fucking oh, deal? You're right. Like, it's just up. Doc Brown. Who gives a shit? Well, the <laughs> other thing is that's <laughs> it's not that uncommon a thing, especially yeah. when Russia was really falling. Like That's kind of how so many people got money in Russia. It was a communist country, and then it just kind of opened <laughs> up, and whoever was like in you're charge- You're looking for nuclear warheads. Exactly. Right? Nuclear we we settled for 500,000. Whoever was the admiral or- or general of a base basically became in charge of that region. So it was, you Correct. know, that, we created an, they created an aristocracy. I think that's we exactly why. Beluga vodka. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's instability. A nuclear weapon in Bic. What do you desire? How many? <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It was rough. It was really, it, was, it actually was bad. I, pretty I know, I'm just kind of being nice. It was, it was too nice. <laughs> well, the nuclear weapon issue is a huge one because mm. we the instability leads to possibly ISIS or anyone else getting a nuclear bomb and using it on U.S. soil, which is like you know the or sum of all soil. fears, if you will. <laughs> like, yeah, no, of course. I was just, I yeah, was, yeah. you were asking me why can't we close our borders and yeah, just yeah, pretend totally. like we're all together in, in our little, you know, it's it's a snook, a snook in her snooze. Yeah, uh, the sum of all fears. That that was a movie that literally happened like ten years ago, and they had this uh, a, a thought. I mean, it, it's I think not like more that. Than that but. <laughs> but is it, it's 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 a fear. It's a legit fear, and instability in that region could absolutely cause and effect lead to that. So it's in America as a country. It's in our best interest to 
maintain some sort of stability in the Middle East, but clearly that's not happening. Well, we're trying. We're fucking up a lot. And this is Noam Chomsky's point. Is yeah. That he says, the more we get involved, the more we fuck everything up. So this is definitely an argument. I disagree with it, but it's I'll say simply state the argument is that America should simply get our fucking hands out of everything because the more we do it, we fuck everything up, which is legit in many ways. Why is that a bad argument then? Uh, because I think overall we we end up on the plus side of the ledger. How so? Well, I, I guess how do we decide we do more which good side than to be harm? on? If you want to simplify like that, I hate simplifying like that, but we do. I for the common good, if you will. Uh, well, I hate well that. that's fine. Then let's not simplify. How do we decide which side to be on? I mean, I know it's changed. Well, I would hope a, it's a it's, ton of fucking time. I would hope it's based on years. countries is, with our common values. But the, the, is switch, it purely numbers though? I well, mean, well, well, we, we was, benefit the most number of people. Well, if it was purely numbers, we would choose Assad. We wouldn't choose the rebels. Mm. You know, we wouldn't. There is. What does that mean? Well, which we would pick the winners. We would pick the guys who's got to have the most power and who have the most numbers. But we're picking the people who align with our values. Okay. So what are our values then? That uh, You, you tell me. I don't know anymore. What are our values? And what are American values? Democracy, I guess, is probably the, the Okay. Key. So democracy. So we should support democracies over authoritarian governments. Yeah. I think that that's- Assad the, is clearly an authoritarian government. So there it is. Line is drawn. Okay. Uh, this is more than Barack Obama was willing to do and the, and the rest of the Western world about- Three years ago. So, Why? Because they were afraid. Is they were afraid of job, getting involved. Is it our job to install democracy, though? No. It's is our democracy jo- the best form of It's our job to support it. I'll, I'll, I'll change the wording. But again, I, I, it's fucked up. It's a weird, tough gray line. But there. I mean, there's- It leads there's, to the war in Iraq. There's a like lot that. of dictatorships. Are we going to take that on and just start eliminating when it's, them? When it's feasible. When, when do we determine that it yeah. is feasible? If we have the- resources it, to do it is it feasible or necessary because i mean feasible is but definitely why, i mean it's, it's not a, necessary in the abstract sense I, but it, but I'll, i mean feasible means that we can do it and we can do it in just about any country we want to if we really put our shit yeah i mean there, there's human rights violators yeah. right now in fucking and we almost do like we, we name a country where we don't the have our hands in the Philippines. We don't have our hand in the Philippines. Are you serious? How do we have our hands in Cuba. the Philippines? We they were like a colony of ours. Mm-hmm. They are. We, fu- we they still are. Right, and it's human via human rights. We have right troops now, right? on the Philippines. Mm-hmm. We have forty thousand troops. The Philippines taxation without representation. Just, we have. It's funny you say that because like that's like one of the countries we have the most influence in. Even we though do? Duterte is insane, and we almost don't know. But anymore. that's what I mean politically. That's what I'm talking well, about. That's only recently, but yes, we. We okay. still have troops there. That, uh, no, I, I don't mean well, that we don't territory. have. I mean, it's yeah. like it's like saying we have troops in Hawaii. You know, it's not like. It, it, I would argue, again, we have our hand in almost everything. To the extent that we have troops there is not every to country. To clarify, I meant ideologically. Yeah, we we have, well, we have a stake. And, and I think this is, I don't know, this is definitely, and this is kind of goes back to what I was saying about how is Trump's foreign policy different from Obama's foreign policy. Not, okay. not every American government feels this way. I'm talking almost like Woodrow Wilsonian uh, a, a, a democracy here, where America really is that shining beacon on the hill and should support democracies around the world. There's the other side of the coin here, where America should throw up its walls and just do the best they can and be isolationist. Mm-hmm. And half of the country appears to feel like that. Half of half of the Western world feels that way. Yeah. That's what's happening currently across Europe. Especially I mean, that's what's Europe. happening. Anti-globalism. That's just the the backlash right now. I mean, you know, that was the whole Brexit thing. People were just being sick of being dictated rules from Germany, so they 
tried to take things yeah. into their own I mean, hands. That's, that's honestly why the trend towards sort of republicanism in that sense is. It, it has nothing to do with the economic fucking premise of everything. It has more – well, yeah, I mean it, the it, economic presence, you know, premise of it is – Not the economic theology, but the, Well, the economic theology is still rooted in the same principle, which essentially has to do with take care of you and yours yeah, and yeah. fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? Which, you know, not, not to be crass about it, but that's no, kind of – that's the, the reality of it. You know, that, yeah, that kind of is the end result of what we're talking about here. Kind of you know humanity. What I, mean? I yeah, agree. Yeah, it's like, what you know, why does the guy down the street deserve my dollar just because he's hungry? You yeah. know what I mean? That's sort of the premise. Like when when my kid is hungry, mm-hmm. it, it, it's there's you know I'm not I'm not trying to put down the economic principle, but it, it has to do with you know fences basically. Um, and unfortunately, at their core, both of these principles or both of these philosophies are equally moral. I mean, there is more. That's at- not true. There is morality in the base concept of communism, that we're trying to take care of everyone. The idea that everyone should have clothing, everyone should have food, everyone should have a a place Um, to live. Now, I don't quite always disagree, but let me give you the alternate viewpoint here. Uh, Ben Shapiro makes an argument here. He says that, and I don't agree with him, by the way, on like 75% of his shit. But anyways, Ben Shapiro makes a good argument here for conservative morality in that he basically says like why socialism is incorrect economically and morally. It's it's incorrect for you to take someone else's money and give it to someone else. Whether 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 it's a rich person to a poor person or not, it's just you simply redistributing wealth is simply morally not um feasible or morally. Oh, my uh, my libertarian justified. heart agrees with that yes. wholeheartedly. But is it also not immoral to let people starve? Like, you know, I mean, that, that, that's the morality that I'm talking about there. Yeah. And depending on your perspective, depending on where you come from, each of those could be or have moral validity. Yeah. I think that there's a, and there's a line there between safety net and, um, a welfare state, I believe. Or, yeah, or, certainly. Or, or a nanny state. I'm not arguing for Russian communism, there, but like no, no, the I, ideal I, of Marxian I, communism listen, is- I, I'm kind of a Marxist, so you don't have to yeah. find an argument There's a lot either. to break down here philosophically. I, if, I, first things first. Um- is it morally justified for a government to tell its citizens what to do with their money? That's the first principle that we have to discuss, which is what, Joey, what you were talking about as far as the morality of that. But that then, is a government. Once we decide we're going to have a government, then we have given them the right no, to— No, you can decide on a system of government and agree upon the system of government. So it's not. it doesn't necessarily just make it morally just because we've all agreed or voted upon it. You lost me. Whatever we vote upon, or if we mm-hmm. vote to just kill everyone named Joey, is it morally just simply because we voted on it as a society? Okay, so tyranny of the majority. Yeah, yeah, no, right. I, that's I what I'm saying. That. So yeah, that's my point. So so just because what whatever we voted upon doesn't make it just. So as a society, the question still remains: if we um, are granting, uh, the, if if we point. grant the government power to do to tell its citizens what to do with its money. And the government being a separate entity of the citizens, that is, right? We have to sort of when we you have say, to draw a line there in that sense. Well, when you say we're granting the government the authority to tell citizens what to do with their money, you're talking about ta- collecting taxes and spending that tax revenue on whatever the government sees fit, correct? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about the government coming in and saying, you have to buy this loaf of bread, you have to buy this television, you have to buy this pair of jeans. Uh, no, I didn't go to full communism. Okay. I'm, I'm dealing just on the surface level right, of right. is it morally justified um, for a government to tell its citizens what to do with its money? Is it morally justified for a government to tax? Right, exactly. And then, okay. you, could, then you, could, you could even go down to the argument of is taxation a version of slavery? 
Right, right. But which I, that's a whole John Lockean thing, which I'm, I don't know if people are following with me with that, but it's fine. It's, yeah, it, wage slavery, essentially. But the, the if if we are going to establish a government, we are going to have to fund that government. If we agree right. that we need a government, there is going to be some amount of taxation. Right. That is that is just inherent in the idea of having this civilization. Sure. We have to support it. Sure. So the, the argument is just how much and where is the moral line for how much you should tax people, and then what is the moral line for how you should actually spend those right, tax but, dollars? Right, but what is but, the moral? What is the moral question there? Is what I'm saying. Um, at its core, what's the question? The question of what? Sorry, of of um, of the morality. Where does the morality lie? Well, does it have to do with with infringement upon your? Okay, on on one hand, we grant the government a particular amount of authority because mm-hmm. um, the the. There is you're allowed you're giving up an element of your goddamn it autonomy in a sense, mm-hmm. um, and that sort of morality your will you know your your own um, ownership of yourself you're granting the 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 government a portion of that essentially okay. the the authority to infringe upon that right, right. and on the goddamn it I lost my train of thought on the the opposite side of that of course sounds like you're describing the, the social contract. Right? More or less, yeah. It is basically it basically comes down to the social contract. But um, the the opposite side of that, of course, is the morality of um, the 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 well being of a society. Right. So you're giving up. Um, do you give up enough of your um, bodily autonomy for the betterment of a society? That ultimately is where the question so lies. How do we decide what to spend tax money on? Is it? What is society? Is it a global society? Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm going. It's. It's. And, and I don't. I don't know in the end what the moral question has to. You know where the moral question falls as far as whether or not we should be, um, taking care of you and yours or taking care of the neighbor who you'll never meet. That's the moral question there, and that's that's, kind of that's, the, that's the where that's where question. that's where the line has been drawn, as far as. You know, um, the government has no authority over me personally. Thus, everyone else can go fuck themselves. Versus, we as a society need to agree upon helping everybody else. Therefore, I'm willing to give a little bit of myself away. Mm. That's essentially the line that's been drawn. And currently, the trend is going toward fuck everybody else. I'm taking care of me and mine. From from the the basic point of taxes to the larger global sense of should we be in you know is that our place in the world ultimately right but that's just the ebb and flow and that's why I was saying that the morality is basically you know how much should we tax and that's where we're going with that back and forth that's where we're going towards that you know we had this very large push uh, towards globalism and towards you know kind of um, higher taxation you know around throughout our country and around the the world there that's why you know so many companies have been fleeing america and going to tax havens you know that's why ireland is one of the the biggest places to incorporate we agree and, on the we gr- agree on the, what's been happening i'm talking about this the 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 root of the problem well if we agree it's a problem i mean most people many people arguably most now would say it's not a problem at all that we're well, being that's what i'm saying it's, it's just the ebb and flow it's just the this the he's saying now we're introverted and maybe we'll be extroverted and exactly years we'll be introverted. Yeah. you know what i mean um, right, I is guess. It cyclical? 
I yeah, that's the real question, I guess, that you're saying is that it's it's currently trending toward it what I'm talking to be. about. I mean, history does support. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, we agree that it is, but it, you're, you're it'll trend one way, it'll it. trend the ba- trend back. That's the and part that's, that I'm not sure I can agree with you on. To me, that's democracy. That's that that sort of pendulum swing of finding the median. Yeah, I guess we, the, we go no. too far one way, then everyone says whoa, 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 what the fuck? Then we go the other way, and then we go too far the other way, and everyone okay. says whoa, 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 what the fuck? And eventually, we find the middle and we find that happy Ooh, ground. Great. Okay, I got a great transition for right that. On. Great point. By the way, um, it'd be better that, transition if you didn't point out that it was a transition. I kind of either. agree with you, but it's fine. I, I, I kind of like that you do it. It's okay. Yeah, I'm way too meta. Uh, my postmodernism. Okay, chapter three. <laughs> and he started talking now. <laughs> okay, so the middle ground. Um, Tony Blair recently came into the news and started talking about America and Europe and his place. I did see this. Yeah, it was like a podcast or something. A while oh, I, back, I read, though. Or no? I read an article about. Oh, no, I don't know. I read an article this week about it. Maybe he. Oh, okay. Maybe it was for, from a few. Weeks Never mind. Ago. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but he basically said that we need to find this new middle ground. Uh, that's what we're missing. We need to, and and it's an interesting point um, because the Democratic Party's been thinking about. How, what to do next, and they're kind of taking a step to the left and per being per more progressive and trying to appeal to populism. But Tony Blair is interesting. He's saying, let's take maybe a step to the right and find a big centrist coalition. And he also said that, interestingly enough, he's like, I'm not worried about America. They're like, do you worry about Trump? He's like, meh, not really. He's like, America has really really powerful traditions and institutions that are checks and balances on our government. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know who I'm worried about? Europe. I'm worried about your fucking Europe. And I'm like, holy shit, he's right. And it makes me feel a little bit better that fucking Tony Blair is like, wait a minute, America's got so much more safeguards against this shit than we do. Uh, um, Europe yeah. is going to fall before Europe's we do. Europe's just making shit up as they go along right Yeah, now. Europe's got so many younger governments that are kind of fresh-faced and crazy, and they have such more extremism. And also, let's not beat around the bush here, they have extreme Muslim immigration right now, and that's causing a lot of these Europe, arguments. The EU is essentially pre-Civil War America. I mean, you have those sort of... <laughs> factions that are fairly divided and getting more divided as we go. Okay. I, I mean, minus the slavery. <laughs> sure. I love to the, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with it because <laughs> I'm going to yes and you. <laughs> right. You don't have to. No. You, I, you don't have to patronize to yes and. Are the ide- <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> are, the, are the ideologies do, as um, strict, I guess, in a sense? Like, can, are, are they that divisive, I guess, is a better question. In what sense? In Europe? In Europe, yeah. Currently. Yes. Um, it's just more directions than civil war. Uh, well, recently there was a big deal with uh, with uh, Italy. Uh, they had a couple of reforms and propositions that were turned down, and Renzi, the prime minister, resigned his entire government, uh, which is kind of scary in favor of more populist type of things. Um, mm. Although the one bright spot is Austria. Um, Austria did elect a very left wing progressive government, but ironically, the extremist right got like 46% of the vote. So even though some extreme left person won, the extreme right is more powerful than it's ever been in Austria since you know who. Um, but come on, I got to laugh out of that. No. It's I'm, too I'm, scary. I'm supposed to laugh about Hitler right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to laugh about the I time. Got, I'm wanna. not going to laugh about the time Hitler was the most pro- powerful person in Austria. <laughs> Sorry. You, you, are la- you are laughing about it. Though. Too late. So, I got gotcha. I'm laughing about <laughs> Sure. I got gotcha. you. You win. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, in Netherlands, this is happening as well. Uh, in fact, the, the new possible prime minister was just uh, indicted on charges of hate crimes. Uh, Gert, Gert Wilder, I believe his name is. Uh, for, it's pronounced Weidler. It probably is. Jeans brother. Wilder, Weidler. Wiener Weidler. I don't know. I can't do a Dutch accent. And nobody can. 
Yeah, the Dutch, the flicky dicky Dutch. I it's have just, a, I have a late yet, therefore I know not. Lost that sounds German. It's too German. Oh, sorry. Forgone old custom of exercise. That's not bad. It's still German. And now. indeed, it goes so heavily with my disposition that this goodly frames the earth. We are here to pump you up. Is that way too old for you guys? That's like Austrian. It's not too old. It's just <laughs> not we the right. Oh, get that reference. It's no. too far south. All right. Sorry. I told you I'm bad at geography. Get off my dick. <laughs> Okay. I was so, doing a Hamlet monologue, by the way. Yeah, no one cares. We had no idea. We didn't care. Wrong show. King of Denmark. Um, Angela, <laughs> Prince of Denmark. An- Angela, Angela? I don't know. Angela, Angela Merkel. Angela yeah. Merkel. Okay. Yeah, let's go back into Europe. Uh, the last <laughs> supposed uh, liberal, uh, liberally elected yeah, the, person. The, the, besides... the picture of the G20 summit, I guess, right? It was like all the great liberal leaders of the world, and she's the last one who's still Also, in power. Trudeau, uh, although he's kind of a. I'm not crazy about Trudeau. He's kind of douchey. Uh, you think Justin Trudeau is douchey? I really? know. Canada? Every, everyone loves Trudeau. Captain Canada? He, I'm just a, Why I'm, do you think he's douchey? I'm just a contrarian. I hate pretty boys. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. He's totally a pretty boy. I don't think he's douchey, though. Well, I didn't like his comments about Castro. Um, what were his comments about Castro? He was under a lot of fire for basically uh, mourning, grieving for Castro when he died. He's, the deal was Pierre, his dad, visited Castro, and Castro visited him. They had some sort of- Yeah, they weren't as dickish to Cuba so as we he's, were. So it sounds more pussy than douchey. Okay, don't placate any dictators or authoritarians. I don't like that. Whether you're, he's dead or not. You're telling Trudeau not to. Yes, I'm talking to Justin Trudeau, I, as I do. I just talked to Steve Bannon in the last episode. I remember. <laughs> hey, Bannon. <laughs> hey, Fat Goebbels. <laughs> fat Goebbels, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, Got so it. Angela Merkel. I said it right? No. But Fuck. Angular Merkel. Angela Merkel. Yo, Angie. Uh, <laughs> Angie. Uh, she just had a speech in front of the, uh, I think her party, the Christian Democratic Party. Um, the Christian Democratic? I know. It's kind of crazy. Weird. They're the centrist or le- center left party. Hmm. Weird. Uh, they have a lot of those in Europe, like the Christian center party and the Christian democracy party. Weird. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I know. I don't like it either. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Uh, my point is that uh, she had um, a speech where she said that she basically wants to introduce the ban on the niqab. When the niqab is the face uh, veil. Of, mm. of the burqa. Not the complete burqa, just the face. The face cover. The face cover. Uh, and she basically said it's antithetical to our German values. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny, but... Yeah. <laughs> show your face, you're a German. Yeah, exactly. so, so like, we, 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 she's like, we interact with each other personally, so we should all see our face, blah, blah, blah. And mm. honestly, the amount of people who even wear the niqab in Germany is like in the hundreds, so mm. it's really not affecting that many people. But it's a statement. It's basic, yeah. and it's interesting coming from her, too. Um you know, she's supposedly the last liberally, dic- you know, dictator, liberally government. That's <laughs> Freudian, by the way. Mm. Um, so I don't know. How do you feel about possibly Angela? <laughs> Angela. Angela doing her. Think about Ang. Oh, Angle's fucked up. Fuck. Ong. 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 I don't even know what an Ong. Isn't that the symbol? Oh, that's an Ankh. Yeah. Okay, sure. Ankh. Instead of Ankh, just Angela? say Angela Merkel. I think, I think of Uncle then. Sure. That's fine. Angela Merkel. Angela. She's a. They call her, uh, I think they call her grandma or mom hmm. in German. I, Germ- I, I, I think they're more like great aunt. <laughs> Germany's constitution is basically based on ours, right? Like Pretty we kind of wrote it for them. More right? or less, yeah. yeah. So like is freedom of religion in there like it is here? Yes. So then fuck her. Uh, <laughs> just based law? There's well, no like, you're not going to take a step back at all and think about it? Yeah. Really? Just, you're just I'm going straight that, actually. I'm surprised you don't law of the land. Oh, I uh, well, I mean, we can have the moral argument to what fucking blue in the face, but I mean, this is well, I want, I want to get blue in the face. <laughs> well, okay, so we you can blow do, yourself. We obviously don't have that law here, where you can wear whatever the fuck you want here. Yeah. Um, so your question is, how do I feel about Angela Merkel 
placing yeah. a ban on the what are they called again? Niqab. The niqab of the burqa. The face veil. Uh yeah, no, no, that's not cool. Um, I, unfortunately, I would like all kind of religion to not really have a place in our society. Unfortunately, yeah. I hate to say it. I hate to be so fucking, you know, just blunt about it, but it's true. Um, you know what? I don't want to go that fucking it. far. What? Well, because, because it's not, it's not based in what I'm actually trying to say, which happens to okay, be, which, you know, ultimately I want to believe and it's I want the rest a, of the world to believe. As, yeah. But don't be afraid. Well, come out. It yeah. doesn't help. Living in Chicago and Alaska, I have worn the face veil myself. Well played, sir. It doesn't help the conversation. You're like, not being long, impressed. Long, long story short, mm-hmm. I want to believe as many true things and as few false things as possible. Blah 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 blah. All the way down the line, etc. Yeah. But no, okay. for our oh, practical purposes, currently there are people who believe that they're, you know, the the god damn it, um, I, you know, their face veil thing. What do they? What, what was the word? Niqab. Niqab. I think I just say face I gotta veil. find it. All right, the niqab. 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 It's not a big deal to say face veil. For and and <laughs> I don't know what the ideological purposes purpose of the niqab is, but. You know, whatever it what? is. Wait, that's hold your on, right. hold on. Yeah. You don't know the ideological purpose of making every woman wear a face veil. I mean, I get it. I guess. Call it like you see it, okay? I- I'm sorry. I don't mean to anger you because you're, you're not going to. Yeah, it's fine. You're an it's... atheist. I know you are, mm-hmm. and you need to. Well, I, I. But to be clear, I'm not sure our version of atheism is the same. Sure. Jesus okay. fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you semantic son of a bitch. You're it's right. important. It's, it's not semantics. It's okay. ideological. That's another show. Very specifically. <laughs> but, uh, so, my so point is, what I'm saying. You it's, ha- it's, okay. Are you a, you're also a liberal. Mm-hmm. You stand for liberal rights. Yeah. You clearly stand for fe- women's rights. Sure. And feminism. Sure. You consider yourself a feminist. Sure. Do you consider the niqab anti-feminist? No. I do. It, 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 it might have anti-feminist origins, and there might be anti-feminist undertones, but if undertones. a woman- Sure. Undertones. It's just an undertone. Making a woman walk around who can't see her face. There are women that make, choose that's, to that's honor the their God right, by doing so. That's the question. So. That's what, I'm not no, saying I understand making. that women well, choose sometimes to do it. I do that's, understand. And, and I, that's what I mean. If somebody chooses to do it and it is banned, you're infringing upon their liberal right yeah. to I, express their religion. I agree. I have a huge dilemma here. That's because, my point. No, and I actually end up agreeing with you, unfortunately, because yeah. I would love to ban the burqa and love to ban the face veil because I think it is so fucked up that we have it. I think and, it's way more uh, fucked up that you want to ban it. It is fucked up that I want to ban it. I told you I don't want to ban it. Yeah. I have that I have that inclination, but yeah. my liberally sense is that it's it's not you can't do that. You just simply can't make those laws. Yeah, exactly. It's like burning that's, the flag. That's the key. But here's the one. I do want it's to make- It's not that you simply can can't. One, it's that it's- Can you, I make you one- have to, Sure, go ahead. Sorry. I, I no, want to make one point no, about false equivalency here because I see a lot of Facebook posts about comparing like the burqa and the face veil to like the nun's habit or like the yarmulke or something else like another head covering. Mm-hmm. Um, Christians don't make every woman wear it. You are a nun. There's not every Christian is a nun. Um it, the face veil is something more specific. It, it, In order to be a nun, you have to wear it though, right? Yeah, but it's they're not. It's not a law to say every woman has to do this. Well, that is also just because— Is it a law that every woman has to wear a nun's well, habit? Christianity has gotten way less strict, and Muslim has held on to those things. Yep. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that those making. things don't exist in so, Christianity. It's just that well, they're less— they Prominent. don't have a face veil for every woman. No, but the Bible has that calls, ever existed in in Christianity? Um, I don't think so, but certainly, um, if we combed the Bible, um, yeah, I, I has would it existed? Let's say uh, fourteen hundred years after its inception. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Christians fourteen hundred years in the year fourteen hundred had to make every woman wear a face veil. 
No, not it's not a face veil necessarily. But yeah, but there whatever, are, whatever the whatever the woman's rights violations that we're talking about, the equivalent of it, which arguably are way worse, and, and even up to the fucking sixties, where effectively it was legal for a husband to rape his fucking wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. sure, maybe you're right. You bad, know what I mean? Bad argument like, on my part because time isn't linear like that. It's a bad. Yeah, argument. that's what I mean. It's not. Uh, it has nothing that's to do like with the argument that. that's saying give Islam time to catch up. I disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, precisely. It's it's it. I it, said that. I agree. Uh, but it's an interesting point. But I, I we used to stone women for adultery. Like, so, I, uh, well, I, who still does that? That's yeah. Who still does honor killing? ISIS. Sure. What religion do they practice? Or are they? I'm sorry. Are they not? Are they not Islamic? I'm sorry. They have nothing to do with Islam, right? No. It's just there. There are Christian fundamentalists as well. Just because you are a nut job doesn't mean that everyone that believes in your thing. Do you think is a I don't job. know about Christian fundamentalists? Do you think I don't know about people killing abortion doctors? I'm just saying, all... what's the what's the what's the difference? What's the difference? I, I, I'm just saying that you are equating all Muslims with a small faction and well, not doing the same thing to Christianity. And again, I would argue that point of small faction. Um, not that ISIS itself is representative, but. Uh, okay. Again, I'm sorry to, to do this again. This is a Sam Harris, Majid Nawaz thing. They 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 kind of made it's this. the ideology that you have a problem with. It's not the yes. No, the I, I was going to give you some concentric circles about people in in Islam. Sure. Uh, facts. I'm not quite sure of the exact numbers, but it, it, you can whatever. There in the middle we have jihadis. Okay, is ISIS horrible bad dudes want to kill people? The worst of the worst. Okay. You can argue whether they're Islamic or not, whatever. You will have that argument later. Next, we have Islamists. Islamists want to basically— Wait, there's an argument that jihadists are in Islam? Yeah, the most most moderate— It gets down to the no true Scotsman fallacy, American Muslims, American Muslims all, all, whenever there's a terrorist attack, they pretty much say the terrorist was not Muslim. Well, so look— Because they committed a violence, so they're not, or they're like, um, they're not— They're not—yeah, they say ISIS is not— practicing Muslim or Islam like they say it, so they're not- Yeah, but if you ask ISIS, they're fucking Muslim. Well, no, no, slow down, slow down. So so to put this in the terms, yes. um, th there's, there's an L, so we can just deal with Christians, right? Many Christians will say, well, that's not a true Christian, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're not practicing the type of Christianity right. that I do. Um, and and the majority of Christians will all say that about like you'd other say Christians. A Mormon isn't a true Christian. No, 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 no. I'm talking about again all of Christian. And so forget the Mormons. That's a whole different thing. The Mormons okay. can say there are no true Mormons within the Mormons, right? Okay. So, but we have well, Mormons um, is still a fa faction. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's let's just say. Okay, so we can say that the Protestants aren't true Christians. I don't want to group too specific. Well, I don't want to group too broad. That's like I don't want to group too broad because it actually happened. gets more specific, right? So okay. we just say um, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church, right? Well, the majority of them will say that the 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 rest of Christianity are not being true Christians okay. because they are um, they are not following this specific yeah, yeah. element of you know their their interpretation of the Bible essentially. Then we They're have Calvinists who are very similar in in the Westboro Baptist Church. Their their views, right? However, it's their their methods that they disagree with, and thus they will say that the West the Calvinists would say that the Westboro Baptist Church are not true, true Christians, Christians, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, down mm -hmm. the line. So ultimately, if we if we apply the same principles to Islam, and maybe I was just being too fucking you know Go too ahead. too specific as well. Um, once again, whatever your your group practices as a religion, in this case fundamentalist Islam, right, um, has can make the same claim that the these liberal, you know, um, Muslims are not 
practice are not true Muslims because they're not practicing their exactly. same type. Right, but it's all just semantic versa. bullshit. And from the from it's not third, semantic bullshit. But from a third party, I'm going to say those are all Christians. I agree with that. Um, you each from, one from of a them, third party. Each that, one of them considers themselves to be Christian. The other people disagree with them, right, but that's so where exactly. we get all the factions of Christianity. Exactly right. So so in other words, from an outside observer. You, you know, you, you're all you Christian. No you just don't agree telling. on what Christian yeah, it's like is. Right. Any you extremist have no element, way of isn't it? Well, it's it's it's, like, it's just the the moderate always trying to say the extremists aren't part of our part, aren't part of our team. Here's yeah, the real key: so is why, I, why do you have to label one or the other? Period. I mean, you you could simply say, you know, I I have no because you, you there's a book, there's an actual no, team. no, no, there's, no. I, I get it, but what I'm saying is, you have one group of people saying that they are Islam, you are Muslims. You have another group of saying that they're Muslims, and Group A is saying that Group B is not a Muslim, and Group B is saying that. Group A is not a Muslim. Yeah. You could say that you are all Muslims, but you could also simply say you are all not Muslims. And further, which is where I would say is, I, I don't know what any of you are. Well, the, the book because thing is I don't know what the true. I don't know what the true Islam. Well, we Muslim have a book. Is. We have yeah. a book. We have sure, but then you could simply not just a book. We have tons of books about words matter and words mean. But then, but then, but then it we goes read into them. The we know. No, 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 no. We re- yeah, sure it does. Do you have, if, if really, you're forced it, it, to take it okay, literally? I know we're going to start. I, I don't want to dissect the Quran here. I'll but, go. I mean, no, no, no. Me, oh, sorry. Just really quick, that's just as bullshit as Democrats and liberals fighting over who is and isn't American. Because you don't believe in the true literal interpretation of the Constitution, you libtard. American you're not American. Um, American might be the wrong. Oh, anyway, go ahead. So, so sure. This whole thing if to you, me. It, uh, okay, go, go ahead. This whole thing to me is kind of an argument about equivalency. It's, we're kind of talking about Christianity versus Islam and comparing them between them in the different ways we have that, I think. That's what we've kind of gone off yeah. on. And well, just religion as a whole. Sure. Fine. My point is, I think that Islam, we need to think about the numbers and we need to think logistically and separately. We need to think about specifics. Now, this gets into a dangerous area, like I said, and you guys kind of thought I felt this way about that the Western democracies or Western world is at war with Islam. I don't feel this way, and I think that this is the problem, because this whole thing, and this goes back to my centrist argument, has been framed in, in terms of extremism. In term, The only people who talk about the problem of Islam are crazy right-wing nutjob Nazis, like fucking Mike Flynn and his douchebag son, and we also have the crazy, crazy regressive left, who simply just want to say that- Mike Flynn seemed to be national security advisor? Yeah. Or head of CIA? National security. Nas- okay, that's what I thought. Sorry. I went went no, that's okay. Really there. Got it. And we and also have the regressive- Mike Flynn Jr. Yeah, and he just got a security clearance, but Mike Pence denied it seven times in front of Jake Tapper. Watch that clip. Anyways. Um, Mike Flynn didn't deny it. Um, Mike Pence. Mike Pence, thank you. Sorry. Uh, but still- Flynn. Pence is in charge of the transition team and should know every single security clearance. Sure. He was bullshitting. He never lying. denied it. He just never confirmed. He avoided it. the question seven times. It was, For sure. It was awkward and cringeworthy. Yeah. Anyways, um, my point is this: is that the framing of the question of Islam has always been I framed that live. By the way, sorry, I'm sorry. You're quite, the, the framing of Islam has always been has always been framed by either, like I said, the extremists on the right, the people I really, really, really despise, real, real people who think that Islam is a real problem in and of itself, who think that they're like savages and crazy shit like that. Um, and then all the way from the regressive left to that's all they have to say is simply saying, you know what, let's apologize for them. That's not all Muslims. Let's be careful not to hurt the Muslims. Let's not hurt their feelings. Let's really protect them. And there's something to say, honestly, for a little bit of both. And I think that somewhere we, along the way, we need to find a centrist argument. We need to find a way to help reform Islam and maybe support 
Islam from its, to itself, it help reformers and support them. And we need to find a way to better frame the problem in the question, because clearly it's a problem. And clearly no one has found a way to really talk about it and solve the problem. And that worries me. And I think that that's kind of what I, I really want to get to. And I would, I, that's why I think, feel so strongly about it, because there's no voices out there besides a few that are really a middle ground here. And that, and that bothers me. Sure, but what, what is the middle ground? Well, to criticize Islam ideologically, but support them in the Reformation. How does America, as it's you know position in the world, do that though, without taking sides? Yeah, I mean, how they do you, do, they will take sides. How do you just tell a religion that they're wrong? Like, I didn't say that they're wrong. Yeah, he didn't. Well, I, I do, actually, I would say all religions are wrong in in that sense. But, but in America's position, that they, I'm not they saying wouldn't... that I'm saying anyone has freedom to practice Islam. I have no fucking problem with that. I'm just saying I would like to support the people who would like to change it. That's all. Certainly reasonable, but that's my point. Why can't who we have a reasonable conversation about this? Who are these people? Uh, Majin Nawaz. Okay, give money to his fucking extremist fighting. Uh, uh, fuck, I wish I knew the name of it. I'm sorry. He has a, a great organization that fights extremism. He used to be an Islamist. He was in jail in Cairo for being an Islamist. He was from England, and he basically said, fuck all of you white people. I want to kill all of you. And then he was reformed, and now he wants to fight extremism. Okay? Is, There's is, a lot of people like this we just don't know. Um, I forgot the Canadian one, too. There's a woman I like a lot. Islamist as opposed to Muslim. Is that the connotation of... Um, you know, the, the jihadi. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't finish that. Um, so jihadi is the center is that I just want bad dudes. who just want to hurt everyone. Islamists are people who want to basically use the government to prop up Islam or vice versa. Uh, you know, can conflate theocracy basically. Okay. Um, and then we have basically the conservative Muslims outside of the Islamists who actually do not believe in, in like, you know, Sharia taking over for parts of England's law or whatever like that. They just simply support those people. So they enable them in many senses. And that's a huge portion of the conservative Muslims who don't necessarily, would never hurt anyone. They're not violent at all. They don't even necessarily want to be Islamist, but everything they do supports the Islamist and apologizes for the Islamist, which is a big portion. And then obviously outside the conservatives, we have the moderates and liberals who, you know, are, are you know, I love them with all my heart. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a... Uh, there's a bunch of circles there, but the point is there's a good percentage that are really harmful. And I think it's okay to say that. Um, it's not okay to simply label all of them as harmful, but well, I think it- What's the label that people should use then? Because that's the problem. Currently, everybody wants to just that's label- That's not the problem. Labeling is not the problem. Okay, that's It is why... a problem no, currently. No, no, it is not. I'm sorry. It is it's not, not okay. a It's problem? a very, very small problem that we're getting hung up on. Because it's exactly. In, that's the thing that everybody's getting hung up on. So therefore, therefore it's the problem. Yeah. Get nobody over hears... it, people. It's labeled. No, no. It's no, names. How do that's you all. get over it, though? Yeah. You need to find a way to get over it. You okay. can't just simply sure. say, there's sure. no problem. Just right. get over it. You're right. We need to find a way to get over it. So what is the... So there you go. I think the way we get over it is what I just kind of said is using those specific labels instead of using maybe radical Islamic terror, maybe use jihadi. Okay. Um, and I think actually kill dog did that once by the way. And I think to clarify, did. why is that better? Well, the argument from Obama and the people who would never say Islamic terror is that it creates more and it antagonizes and separates and divides, which I don't quite disagree with. Um, no, no, what I'm, well, uh, not the, not the, what I'm saying is, jihadi is why, yeah, why, why is jihadi is, better? Why should we use jihadi? Because it separates specifically violent Muslims from everyone. 
the the ones who want to harm other people using the concept of jihad. So an everyday, an, everyone else, an everyday Muslim would simply would not take offense for you um, categorizing ISIS as jihadists. I think they'd be okay with it. I'm not saying every Muslim because I don't know, but that's what Majid Nawaz sure. came yeah, up with, doesn't and it seems like that is a good way to go about it. But doesn't jihad have a like? larger connotation it does Muslim. too for like, moderate muslims they you're right they view it as a, a personal fight which is honestly, yeah they might all, almost be arguing would by they the way, be arguing that that that's incorrect i i know that's that's almost like uh, jews do this too it's just simply softening some of the most harsher parts of the bible or mm-hmm. the quran in this case mm-hmm. jihad is absolutely physical violence no one can if you deny that you're simply misreading the text uh, and you can interpret it yes any way you want i guess but that i don't agree i don't think Always? you can just what do you mean? It's always physical violence? Uh, Yeah, in the way that I have read the text, okay? Maybe uh, moderate Muslims might disagree with me here, but I definitely think that it is specifically violent uprising and rebellion, normally for taking back land that has been taken from an Islamic right, right. In, people. In the name of Allah. Correct. I, I would... Yes, I think that is the definition, okay? I really do. I, I firmly believe that many other Muslims have said this too. I'm not like just bullshitting some white no, bullshit. No, I um, okay, so that's the way I feel. So that's why I think jihadi is the so proper it's, it, term. So it, it, on okay. the whole, would be safer and and less offensive for the majority of Muslims whom we would like to be as our be our allies. Absolutely. To use the phrase jihadists or you know radical jihadists as opposed to radical Islamic terrorism. I think radical is synonymous. Now, to me, again, I don't actually have a problem with radical Islamic terror. I don't think mm-hmm. that's anything wrong. In fact, I don't even have a problem necessarily when our politicians say it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you, but I, do, uh, but, but I, mean, I understand I, our Muslim allies might. Of course, and right. I understand that. I understand that politics is a game sometimes and needs to be played for certain reasons. Um, so go ahead and change the nomenclature, sure. But okay. as long as we're talking about the problem and getting past the nomenclature, then I'm cool with it. But we still we still are trying to categorize, ultimately, this, it's, it's everyone who is Muslim, on the whole, is more likely to be a jihadist than anybody else, right? Wait, what? No. No? Well, first well, of all, jihadi is specific you, to Muslims. Yeah, so, pre- that's, so what's, why the fucking no? Well, <laughs> what's, what's your question? You guys then? jumped on me. No, no, because, because jihadist is specifically a Muslim connotation, that it, it has a weird ring to it in that um, it, it, it just feels like it is completely singling I, out Muslims. And so it, it feels like it's connoting yeah, that Christians do not have yeah. that sort of idea. Right, it's like well, saying no, all terrorists I, are Muslims. Once yeah. again— Precisely. That's the, what I'm basically trying to boil down is the current state of our world right now, right, is is sort of rooted in this fear of radical Islamic terror, jihadism, sure. whatever you want to call it. That's that's the core of it that where our isolationist is rising out of. Yeah. Right? Now, I think, our, now, again, I think this is why— Where the, our fucking racist fears this is are misplaced, rising out of. misplaced fear that has been— um, taken to an extreme by guys like Mike Flynn. Mm-hmm. And the right has taken this. And they now will view this as a fight between that. Now, I don't view it like that. I view almost Islam as and the reformation of Islam and the fight against Islam as helping Islam, as helping the, the minorities, the people who are really hurt in the Islamic countries, the women, the gay people. That's why I Do you I think, think our government gives a shit about helping Islam as a whole? Or do you think they care more about helping Americans? They don't give a shit about helping Islam as a whole. And I, right, and that's that's yeah. that's a problem. That's why we're currently trending toward where we are, which is essentially an isolationist country that is trying to fucking ban all Muslims, that is trying to build a wall to the southern border, that is trying to just simply make this a white nationalist country. I mean, that's it's just an easier way to be like, look, you're white. There's loop. no reason to be. I it's know, a people, big what? It's okay. I think that's a leap. 
It's a leap with the white nationalist term, but it's okay. I understand. Why is it a leap? I mean, the the way we're currently trending right now, right? Um, I, I'm not suggesting that is the only explanation, mm-hmm. but I'm suggesting it's a huge explanation based on the evidence that I've seen currently, yeah, i.e. the rise of— Well, this gets into the, the whole propaganda machine, the idea that there is propaganda on both the left and the right. And so if you ask people on the right, they are just as convinced that Hillary is going to steal their guns as people on the left were convinced that Donald Trump was a racist. Uh, I don't think okay. either are but, as true as we hold them to be. But let's look at policies then. Are there were there any policies down the pipe for Hillary taking any guns or any Democrat ever taking any guns? Yes. Background checks is considered taking guns. Anything that is going to uh, I disagree. Okay. Well, no, look, it's look, stopping people from getting guns. Regardless of the validity, then, but, regardless then, of the validity. But the point is you can to... look at specific Trump policies. There are no Trump policies. Really? There are no Trump policies. He has never held office. His, the, but he's the telling you he, what he's going to do. Yeah, the, the things he's said he's going to do. Right. Versus the things that Hillary had said right. she's going to do. And the things do. that he said he's going to do have been very much uh, misconstrued in the media. He is— he, I, Donald Trump, call that a, a ban on all Muslims entering this country is, until yeah, we figure out what the hell is going on. I think you're obscuring the problem. Quote. I really do. I think you're obscuring it. I think— He's te- you have you have to take him at his word, even if you even if you no, <laughs> Mexico's I, not sending its best. I know it's you think that's it, crazy, but that's drugs. that's partly why they're dictators crime, win. They're partly because there's a lot of people out there who go fuck. There's no way that could happen. Then that, and that's no, 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 no. I'm not saying no way that can happen. I'm saying I have no idea what word we're taking him at. I'm saying that he has said everything from both sides and okay. everywhere in between. I agree. And no. I have no idea he, he where really he actually falls. Not. You're, you're Did you see it, Obama talking about him the other day? Obama. Came out in a uh, an interview or a press conference or something, mm-hmm. and he was basically kind of trying to quell the fears of America. And he he's made, not an ideologue. I understand that. That yeah. doesn't mean he said both things. He doesn't say we should embrace the Syrian refugees and we should place a ban on Muslims. He said one of those things, not both. He, he said he, one. He's not. He might not be an ideologue, but, but he's said specific policies that he'd like to enact. Also, that hold on, we hold should on. take his promises. It's not just him. Don't forget. Even if he is a vacuous empty space the people around him have absolutely stated their case they we know every single transition member so well we know exactly what they want exactly what they think they've told us this we have to take them at their word we know what mike flynn is about we absolutely know what betsy devos is about we absolutely know what well i'm not not nikki haley but everyone else pretty much yeah you you guys are fucking wonks man what I don't know what that word that, means, what you, but go wonky ahead. like crazy? No, no, no. Uh, the actual word wonk, a policy wonk, someone that is very uh, in tune and uh, deep dived into the political sphere of the the nitty gritty of internal politics. So that makes us we're, less we're, we're doing we're, our show's called Politinkering. What do you want us uh, to do? No, no. What I'm uh, you, you 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 might be right. I'm just saying this isn't. We are. <laughs> Hold on, let him think. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, saying right. this I'm isn't sorry. common knowledge. I'm saying that this isn't something that is on the tip of everyone's tongue. Not everyone can recite all of these things. Sure. So tell me what the fuck is going on. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we. I think he said the two big ones, the ban on Muslims thing. And we specifically look at immigration policies. They're going one direction. It maybe you're right. Maybe it's not deport all Muslims right now, deport all Mexicans right now. But mm-hmm. it starts with the Dreamer program, and it starts with your so-called anchor babies. And it starts. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Do Jesus, that. you did it last time. That's why I've used the term. They're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Like you have a bunch of Mexican kids. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe you do. Hmm? 
You are very popular with the ladies. I, I, I'm, it's <laughs> we're we're trending toward an isolationist society. Um, you know, it, we're, we we're trending back towards. Right? Yeah, yeah, back toward we're a, a pre World War man, a, a pre World War One mentality. Yeah. Um, and and I I understand why. I I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I don't know what the answer is. Um, but but it is based in this fear. It is based in this fear of you know I of the other again and mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't know how else to phrase it based on what his, you know, look at the policies he's trying to enact and based on, and look at the people he's trying to get in place to enact these policies. What, what about all the people? It's all trending that way. I mean, what, else, what about the trend? What about the trend of all the hate crimes after the election? I, yeah. And that is That's an abno- abnormal thing. Isn't right. It? But I also think that plays into the media or the media played into that. Okay. You know, they, yeah, sure. They exaggerated. The media but- covered what he was fucking saying and they gave him a megaphone and it, and allowed the people with those kind of crazy views already to rise up and do it. I mean, but, but it nevertheless was sub- what, you know, what he was saying fueled this period. Listen no, to Richard no Spencer. Ways about this. Richard Spencer tells it like it is. He says Trump has encouraged us, and the policies that he say are are policies. Right, straight from the horse's mouth. I mean, it's it's right, but I just I just have a hard time making that connection. Just oh, be- we didn't talk about that whole. Fu- I'm sorry, gotcha, what, Richard Spencer. Um, I apologize. No, no, no. The 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 Harvard um, discussion between the two Trump uh, between the teams that they always yeah. do. That I'm sorry, God, man. Well, no, I mean this does have to you know get back to the actual topic at hand which Does is it? I'm driving. That means we can anything happens. Anything goes. What is America's place in the world? Well, Sean Paul. Yeah. Oh no no you can continue to talk. I'm asking you to continue with it. Oh I thought you were asking me to I don't know. <laughs> That's what, and, I and no, you were, no 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 <laughs> we we can in a second, but you were going somewhere. You you were saying that it goes back into our main question, which is what what is what is America's place in the world? And, right. And I you know, we, we can argue the the internal politics, but what what should we be doing? You know, I mean when we're talking about the, the this massive there this larger idea of controlling our borders and deporting people in general is you know, everyone kind of looks at that as just the most horrific thing you can do, but we are like the only country that doesn't enforce their borders. We are one of the very few countries that it is easy to get into. Um, you know, mo- I don't know how true that is. Uh, how do you know that? Larger westernized countries. Um, you but, know- but statistics would show that European countries have more immigration. Yeah, European countries have way more immigration. Right, but that's because of the the you or the European Union allowing that um, that's Correct. different than illegal immigration that's what I'm saying the idea okay. that you know we we have a system we just don't enforce those laws you can legally immigrate into many many countries but we have a larger portion of illegal immigration than most other countries do well we have and, a border that's enormous. Right, but we also don't enforce the laws that we have. So we've decided that these people, that there is a system. Are you sure about that? I mean, Obama's been deporting 10,000 people like every few weeks. Here's the real key. Do we have any numbers on these figures right now currently? Based off of what you're saying. I'm sure there are numbers I don't have. Personally right now, do we have any? Yeah, Yeah, we're talking out of our ass. That's what I'm saying. And it's uh, it's fine. I'm not saying you can't talk. Um, Go ahead. 
I, no, I, I don't know the numbers. I don't give a fuck. The only thing I'm I saying- I do, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, you know, the, what I'm saying yeah, is please. that we have established that we there is a system by which we would want people to immigrate into our country. We have written down those laws. We have decided that this is the fair way to go about things. And then we have people that are circumventing that system. And now all of a sudden people are saying, oh, they broke the law, but it doesn't matter. They made it a Across the border, they should stay here. They should get to circumvent those laws. That is the issue. That is the problem that most people are having here. It doesn't have to break down into race. It doesn't have to break down into anything else other than the fact that there are people that come to this country to get an education, but then we kick them out of this country immediately because they did not. They haven't gone through all of the processes, but we are allowing lower wage, lower education people to stay here just because it looks bad to to deport them to enforce our laws. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's the only reason. Um, I think we should probably save Moses for another discussion, uh, honestly. But I, I do think you make a good point and that we should probably enforce the laws on the books if that really is the case. I think we are to an extent. But I should I think, point out that it is not my point. That is almost directly from Donald Trump's book. No, I know. I know that's Trump's policy. And my point is this. Um, I think and this, is, this is just going to be American exceptionalism. But I do think that this is a, d- a different country. I think we definitely are different than France. We're different than England. We're different than Germany. We're different than almost every other country because this country was set up as a nation of immigrants. And I firmly believe that. Obviously, No, actually, it's not true. This nation was set up as slaveholders. But should there not but be a process? It became... The, yes, there should be a process, and we should. And sh- is it fair to all of those people that are waiting in line? No, and it's not. And I agree. We, I, I just agree with your point Sorry. that we need to start. Why is there a line? How be- is there a line? Because we only allow so many people into this country, and the American dream is still infested throughout the world. By the way, hold on. You know, net immigration from Mexico is the other way, right? Uh, well, yeah, but they're also, you know, it's kind of like the through path. They're the Oregon Trail to us. I, no, nobody's disagreeing that there are certain laws that we ought to follow, right? I, I don't think anybody on its on uh, at its core. No one's would... calling for open borders, but we're. I don't know. I just simply think there needs to be some sort of path to amnesty. I guess I'm gonna have to fucking use that term. So we're saying once you once you make it across that line in the desert. Your 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 home, you know, you've reached home base. And no, you can't well, be we we no, take a case, we that. take a case by case. But let's say, okay, let's say yes, they did cross that border. But if they had, if you deport them back to their country, they'll be murdered. But then for they, political they, reasons, they or, can apply for asylum. That's that's a a path to immigration, certainly. But, sure, right. Again, and and I guess that's sort of the problem that we're sort of facing right now is that you're saying that so many people are circumventing this the system that we have. And I, I don't know how true that Maybe is. Maybe just the system is fucked up and you need to be changed. That, which is also pro- probably more likely than what you're talking about is that people are just fucking up with the system or whatever it is. You are, people are coming across the border every day. How do you know that? Let me just ask you that. It's in the news. That's why we have border patrol. That's why we mm-hmm. have... You're saying people are coming across the border every single day, right? How many? Because it's in the news, and there's and there's some certain percentage that is causing really? now harm you're to questioning us. the fucking news. It's I not that a question was my of the job. news. No, no, you just simply said it is in the news, right? Certainly. 
I, I like this. This is like, a, of course, that's a word that people throw around, but that's what I'm saying. So I, are I would you rather, saying that people aren't coming here illegally? Not at all. I'm simply saying I would like to see the numbers that you're talking about as far as the, the amount of people that are breaking the law and what it's actually doing to. We don't have to look it up now. We can do an entire immigration episode, which I think we should. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm simply saying I agree with you, right? There are laws in place. Those ought to be followed. If those aren't currently being followed and are a detriment to our society, absolutely, we need to put a stop on that. I unfortunately currently don't know what the numbers are, and I think most people are like that. I, I think that people are wherever they stand, be it, you know, whether you're a hardcore just kind of white nationalist and you're simply like, it's going to be easier just to make it all a white country because ideologically that it is, or a kind why of all the, the way on the other why end. Why do the numbers matter? I, well, okay, hold on. Let me say why the numbers because, matter. Because they actually have real-world consequences. So if, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. if there really aren't that many people crossing the border illegally, as you're saying— Then it should be cheap to enforce it. Sean— you're very smart, okay? Um, and you understand a lot of things in this world. Imagine you weren't very smart and <laughs> and you saw read the news and you said what you just said. There are tons of people crossing the border all the time. Do you think it's easy for them to now agree with a certain person's tweet about millions of illegal immigrants voting in California or voting somewhere? Sure. Exactly. And that's my problem is that everyone can simply easily be now like, oh, there's millions of illegal immigrants voting all over the place without any fucking evidence because you know what? We don't know. We don't know those numbers. And I think that's an important point yeah, that you're saying. That, we need to know. That is sort of my point. It, it, since we're I, in this post world- You just told me not to look it up. Those well, numbers are I, easily accessible. No. I just wasn't prepared for this fucking no, debate. No, no, I'm not, so, no, I'm not, I'm not I, putting a light on not, you. I'm, yeah, exactly. I was I'm, trying to say that- th- that yeah, I'm using to, this as a larger discussion. Yeah, I'm, not, I, I I'm not putting you on blast. I'm I don't, I don't know either. My point is that I wish I, we all should know. And then we all should honestly just start stop making these I'm, assumptions. I'm saying why do the, the numbers don't even fucking matter, though. They don't? We, we have a, a system here. You know, are we going to enforce that system or not? If the, laws, if the laws are unfair, then yeah, let's change the fucking laws. If the laws don't make sense, if the laws are not beneficial to this country, then certainly let's change those. But it, to... Again, I mean, I, I maybe I've been uh, uh, brainwashed by the media, but I am certainly under the perception that there are, you know, thousands of people coming across the border in, you know, daily or weekly. Why? Just that? Just just the news, and you just you buy it in that sense. What? I mean, yes. Like what the fuck? We've been you guys have been bitching at me about how I should believe the news for fucking ever, and now all of a That's sudden, not, no, I've never said you should just believe the news. Also, what, what when have I what? ever said that? <laughs> like, when have I ever said that? Uh, global warming. <laughs> <laughs> you need to drive again, my friend. Look, I, I'm. I don't even know where we're going with this. Um. It has to do more specifically with the application of the laws that we're talking about, right? So, again, we have – let's just say stop and frisk becomes a law, okay. right? We'll use that as a larger issue, sure. right? So that could have consequences that skew one way or the other. It could be completely fair, and people are using empirical fact to say that, look, this human being, who whatever their skin, race, et cetera, size, ethnicity, et cetera, whatever it is, um, I have a reasonable – 
um, uh, I, I, oh god damn, what's it? a justified reason to stop them and frisk them and see if they have a weapon, mm-hmm. right? Um, but unfortunately, humans just don't act that way, right? We there are there is usually a bias, some implicit bias, societally based, et cetera, et cetera, that skews things one way or the other. Typically, more unfortunately, against minorities, as far as this country historically has run. Um, and so I guess that's another issue with the, with the immigration thing I'm talking about, right? I because I currently don't know what the numbers are, I I'm unable to make an assessment as far as how the laws are applied, whether or not it's done fairly or not. I, I guess that's sort of my point. And we can have an entire immigration episode or not. I'm not saying that there are not a million, you know, millions of Mexicans coming over the border in droves and taking our jobs of picking strawberries that every hardworking American wants or not. Uh, I'm I'm simply saying I don't know what the actual repercussions are on our society to the degree that we need to fucking flip out about it and start causing ourselves to be more isolationist when perhaps America has a larger place in the world than I think we give it credit for. And I don't think isolationists, a new isolationist mentality is the best way to go about it. Um, I don't know that it isn't, but I also just don't know that it is. Does that make sense? Ish. I get your. I agree with you. We need to enforce our borders and be, you know, and and you know, uh, follow the rules of our law. And everyone trying to do the follow should, you know, laws laws are important. <laughs> Make you feel better. <laughs> laws are important. I agree with you. Actually, that I disagree with. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want from me then? <laughs> okay. Um, so Throw an olive branch out there, and he fucking smacks me across the face with it. We're gonna bring this ship in for a landing, gentlemen, and. Yeah. I think O'Brien said it very well. I, I think we really... No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he fucking did. Um, he framed this as a term, uh, as isolationist versus globalist in many ways. And I think mm. that's kind of the question that really is central to many of these topics and policies. And Oh, it, that was the whole election. Yeah, exactly. It and was. It really I think, was. And I think that it's a referendum on our election, on our life, and what it means to be American, honestly, in this world. So I will ask you one more time, gentlemen, and you're going to appease me. What is America's place in this world? Well, it depends largely on what you mean. <laughs> is it, uh, we should review. <laughs> I don't know, man. Appease me. I don't know, man. I don't have a fucking clue. I don't know either. And this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Your O'Brien <laughs> politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking. Spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. I sometimes don't. Because the truth is, I don't know, man. Sean, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't.